0: Hey guys, welcome to episode 27 of the Dash Gamer Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Dash, along with my co-host for this evening, the boys who are the Nintendo enthusiasts, the top Nintendo enthusiasts of Australia. It's the
1: House of Mario's Drew Agnew and Bryce Stewart. How are you, boys? Going pretty well, Dash. Excited to talk all about E3 2021 with you, and uh, I'm sure it will be a good time. We got some nice announcements.
0: Yes, fantastic announcements uh, from E3 that we're going to be talking about. Obviously... Uh, as you boys are the specialists of the Nintendo. We've got, we've got a lot to dissect through that. Um, but, of course, we're going to be covering a lot more. Hey, how are you doing, Bryce?
2: <laughs> I love that cut-in. That was great. Um, yeah, E3 was bad. I'm a grumpy goblin. Uh, nah. it, it, it was fine. It was fine. It was, it was a decent E3 considering it was the first one that yeah. uh, has been since the covid crap so mm. can't really complain
0: yeah no definitely i think uh, it was a unique e3 that's for sure an old digital front mm. and you know um the funny thing about e3 is this year everybody kind of had to adapt or adopt i should say nintendo's uh format the direct format basically and utilize it for each of their um presentations which is you know that that that's nintendo showing uh themselves as pioneers for you know digital content which is incredible so um, it's it's going to be quite the interesting uh, night to talk about E3 and wrap it up, boys. Uh, but if you didn't know, this is the Dash Gamer podcast. It's our bi-weekly gaming podcast where the boys get together and talk about the world of video gaming. Don't forget to follow us over on Anchor, iTunes, and Spotify. I keep calling it iTunes. It's Apple Podcasts. And Spotify, give, give us those cheeky five-star ratings. They surely help us out. And also, catch the VOD over on dashgamer.com and on YouTube. Subscribe, hit that bell. Give us a like. Leave us a comment. It surely helps us out. Um, boys, Before we begin, got some housekeeping that I forgot to write down, so I'll quickly just jump over to the website and tell you what we've got. Uh, So, uh, I wrote up an opinion piece, uh, Top 5 Reveals Over at E3. Um, Operation PlayStation Volume 2, Episode 1 is out right now with my new co host, Jeremy Braditich. I would love it if you guys head on over and check it out. The launch of the Xbox show with Attack on Geeks, Diana and Tom. Um, if you guys head on over to dashgamer.com right now and check that one out. The Guilty Gear Strive review, thanks to the kind folk over at Bandai Namco, as well as Final Fantasy VII Remake, Integrate, and World's End Club. By the time this goes live, our Ratchet & Clank review will be live as well, so make sure you guys check that one out. Thanks to the kind folk over at PlayStation Australia. But, uh, Drew, um, I'll let you take the helms of this. Any housekeeping?
1: Oh uh, well, I tell you what—we're a bit behind with our housekeeping, Bryce. I mean, not Bryce. I'm talking <laughs> to you, Dash. I'm talking to you right now. Um, we're a bit behind with our housekeeping. So I was thinking, since you did such a great job at your housekeeping, I was wondering if I can, like, maybe hire you. Come over, just Do a bit, do a bit of a, a, a clean up. Uh, get some of our content up, up there. You know what I mean? Just uh, do, do what you got to do. Would be my um, pleasure. That's that's as far as, as far as housekeeping for us. We we did an episode yep. recently all about our thoughts on E3. Yeah. Um straight after it happened. It was four o'clock in the morning for us and we recorded to about half past six in yeah. the morning. Yeah. And uh we're still recovering from that. I think Bryce is um having some trouble yeah. keeping awake. Nothing. at his
0: computer screen. So the night before, none of us got any sleep. We were supposed to record this Wednesday night. It's Thursday night now. And uh yeah. Bryce is still on four hours of sleep. Uh, from the previous night and then uh, Drew got sleep last night thank god and no, so I'll did sleep. I i got go sleep <laughs> so we're kind of refreshed a little bit but it's just it was it was bonkers uh, the uh, presentation was so, it was so good that it the adrenaline was running through us and we couldn't really uh, sleep that night so it was fantastic we're going to talk yeah, about it was, that as it was, well it's
1: mainly Red Bull and Mother for me not so much <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah not adrenaline mm-hmm. <laughs> just, uh, just hyped up on that caffeine I've got Sugar my E3 caffeine, snacks baby. here I've got I got uh, bacon shapes and I got oh, two f- energy drinks. Look at that! He went with the mm. uh, top tier shapes as well. That's the best flavor, man. Yeah, yeah it's pretty, pretty great. <laughs> pretty great.
0: How are you feeling, Bryce? <laughs> are you uh, feeling sleepy at all?
2: Nah, not not really sleepy at the moment. The thing no. is, it's like I've been I've been striving off caffeine for for the last few days now. So I'm sort of in that that mellow of like, here I go, buzz <laughs> along a straight line, and I'm like, cool. Um, how are you
1: how are your kidneys going? Because I, I feel like my kidneys are a bit, bit sore. <laughs> oh, not great,
2: to yeah. be honest. I'm, like, I, I'm starting to feel it. Bit- I'm starting <laughs> to feel it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, I drank I drank an ice drink today. Right. Yeah. And as every like as it was all filtering through me, I'm just like, ache. I'm like, ah, <laughs> oh, no, that's not good. Okay, yeah. Alright, I
1: need to lay off the caffeine for that. What? Okay, this this is what really frustrates me. Just you mm-hmm. hear you listening to a couple of podcasts that like from America, from wherever that has a better time zone for these things. Oh, it's yeah. been such a big day, I had to watch it at lunchtime. Oh bastards. my god. Lucky bastards. Oh, oh no. What do you mean? Jesus. You had the day off to watch E three and watch it at lunchtime. Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. Give a, oh, a Cranny River. <laughs> <poor Jesus. dogs. laughs> oh, us poor Australians, we've got to- Stay up and watch it late so we can see what WarioWare oh. game we've got coming out in the few months. We're, s- God. We're
2: so lucky that we get to watch things at, at, in the a.m.s of the morning when we have mm. like duties to attend to the next day. Oh, yeah. I mean, I would not have it any other way, right? <laughs> like,
0: so the the only day I got up early, honestly, for E3 was the first day. Um, I, I had planned to, I went to bed and I was like, I'll get up at 5 a.m. tomorrow and I'll Start off E3 early, but I don't know if I'll do every single day. I didn't. Um, I knew that I wasn't going to. Um, there were a few presentations that I'm glad I slept through, like the band on Amco one, which was nothing, and uh, the Koch Media one, which apparently a lot of people were frustrated <laughs> at. That was It was
1: n- almost non existent. Um, the good thing about the, the Koch Media one was they clarified how to say their bloody name: Koch Media. Yeah, it's Koch. Everyone's like, Coke. I'm Everyone, like, how is it Coke? Ryan Besson hates
0: suck it, seriously. He is like, no,
1: Dash, it's Coke. And I'm like, no, it's not. It's Kosh. I'm like, I heard I heard a lot of people say that. I'm like, oh, I believe you, but how does it say Coke? I'm looking at well, it. Well, yeah, <laughs> I, I guess the C and the H, yeah,
0: it's a, it's a weird European thing, but it's it's Koch. <laughs> yeah. Koch, yeah.
1: Koch I don't oh, Koch.
0: Yeah. Koch-y. Koch. Koch.
1: Like, because yeah. we're sitting there, like, "Hey, welcome to our presentation. Let's like, say your name, Geno Come Pe- on, Jono. Say Petsch. your company's name, Jono Patch. Yeah. That's right. It's <laughs> wrong. <Petchy. laughs> <Petchy. Petchy. laughs> there you go. I'm If You listen to this. Hope you have a good sorry, day, mate. Jono. <laughs> Looking for the trigger, Witch. Holy shit! The demo was mate. fun. Petchy, demo was great. Patchy,
2: you better be Petch. writing for more video games, Petch. <laughs> Patchy.
0: Uh, boys. Uh, let's not waste any more time. Let's dive into the news. <laughs> Uh, so the first bit of uh, news that we're going to be talking about this it's only like a, a couple of articles we're going to be recapping. Um, obviously, uh, Xbox and Nintendo. So more Nintendo than Xbox, but I wanted to kind of talk to you guys about uh, obviously the effects of Xbox and uh, that will have on PlayStation as well as Nintendo. So uh, we're going to quickly get through Xbox, and I'll get I'll gauge you guys' thoughts because obviously, being a Nintendo podcast that you guys are, you obviously don't really kind of talk about. Uh, the other the other guys as much, um, but I would like to gauge your thoughts and get your thoughts on uh, Xbox as well. So uh, this first bit of news comes by way of James Berridge over at Press Start, who says uh, all of Xbox and Bethesda's E3 2021 announcements. Um, so we covered this on Operation PlayStation and the Xbox show, but uh, obviously with you boys here, I wanted to gauge thoughts. Uh, so um, obviously the, the big one, was Starfield uh, getting a release date for uh, the eleven eleven twenty two, um, and it's n- being confirmed and exclusive to Xbox. This is not getting a PlayStation Five release. Um, Bryce, I'll start with you. What are, What are your thoughts on? Obviously, you know it's an uh, Xbox had the intention of the once they acquired Bethesda, this was going to be exclusive.
2: Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean that that's the thing too, right though is that um that that's where it's really lacking at the moment for Xbox we all know this I think like that's been a venerable truth all yep. throughout the uh, the Xbox one stage of their life yep um and it's it's good to see a game like Starfield I sort of sort of land the exclusivity but unfortunately at the same time we're not we're not sure on anything other than what we've seen in the in-game engine and like that's that's what a lot of things were that we in the xbox presentation so um i guess it is kind of just like cool i'm glad to hear that it it's it's headed this way and that that looks like a very pretty game yeah but I'm not like, I'm not like derailing it because last time people got excited about something that has been in fucking development hell for a long time, it was cyberpunk and now everybody fucking hates that shit. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm just, I, I'm not going to ride a hype train. I'm just going to sit here and wait it out because knowing what happens to these things that get hyped up far too much, they crash and burn. Yeah. So it looks good. Yep. That, that's cool. Yep. Yeah. True.
1: Yeah, it looked pretty cool. I've never been like a massive Bethesda um fan yeah, necessarily. Um, I tried um Doom twenty sixteen when it came out and I sort of it didn't really grab me that much. So I'm now that everything's on Game Pass, I'm very uh very willing just to go, all right, I'll I'll try that, I'll download that. So I'm keen mm. to try some more Bethesda titles, but Starfield's one of those games where it looks cool. Um I'll play it because it'll be a part of my subscription. Yeah. It's pretty easy just to download it and play the first couple of hours, see if it grips me or not. But yeah. I'm not saying that um, I'm really anticipating this game very much at all. Sort of just like I hope all of the Bethesda fans get what they want from this game. Mm. I'm sure they will um, after sort of Bethesda Studios, maybe a bit of a slip up of Fallout 76 and yeah. some of these other games. I'm sure them with the backing of Microsoft now will make a pretty, pretty great title. But it's good that it. it's finally got a date. Yeah. I know um some games that we've been waiting for for a long time didn't get uh, a date mm. so I'm glad um fans of um Starfield got got one
0: yeah I'm I'm with you guys on this it's a pretty game don't know much about its premise and what it you know what it will entail essentially if it's going to just be a copycat of you know Bethesda's template and then just brought over to mm. a sci-fi experience yeah. and then afterwards well, that-
1: they um they called it uh a Skyrim in space, so sounds like that's what they go. Yeah, for. so
0: a template a template that's copied pasted and then out of space. Yeah. So okay.
1: when, when they say Skyrim in space, it's just like, I know they're saying, oh, it's that game, but you know, it's in a space setting. Yeah. Well, I just imagine like, it's Skyrim, but in space, like yeah. literally the land of Skyrim in space. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> the exact same game.
0: So I did get a, re- so once again, yeah, it did get a release day 11, 11, 22. It'll be exciting when it comes out for uh, owners of Xbox and Xbox game pass. Uh, they'll get a day one. So that's pretty exciting. Uh, moving on to the next one. Halo infinite um, got uh, an extended look. Uh, with you know a story trailer and a multiplayer reveal. Um mm-hmm. I am not that excited to be completely honest with you. I the hype behind having Halo Infinite in my hands was mainly going to be the fact that I had it at launch. But now that it got that it got delayed and pushed back, I'm not as hyped for it. I'm not anticipating it as much. Uh, what do you what are your thoughts on that, Drew?
1: Um, I'm really looking forward to Halo. Uh, mm. I was I was hoping it was going to be a launch title, something to give us to play on our Xbox Series X that is actually exclusive, but yeah. that wasn't the case. Uh, that's fine, though. If you delay the game, make it as good as it's possibly going to be, this is going to be sticking around for a long time. It's going to be an important game to sell Game Pass to Definitely. give you a reason to get an Xbox for the free-to-play multiplayer and stuff. And yep. I was uh, anticipating seeing this game, seeing what they changed, uh, see if they made many improvements. Mm. It, I don't. I haven't like looked at the footage side-by-side side or anything like that, but mm. it, it, to be honest, it looked all right to me to start off with anyway. I wasn't thinking of Halo as like this big sort of system, uh, I guess, pusher for the hardware. Yeah, it doesn't even though, units, yeah. Yeah, even though Halo is their biggest franchise and that it, it maybe should mm. be that for their system, but what, their angle of free-to-play, that kind of chucks it out the window. Just... Uh, being the graphical powerhouse, because they want it to run on as many things as possible. And it it gets to a point where they can't just utilize the series consoles. They've got to utilize weaker PCs. They've got to utilize Xbox One, all of that. So I think that's a good enough trade-off to just have heaps of people playing this. Yeah, And Mm. I've always been a really casual Halo fan. I know Bryce has gotten more into the lore and that, but for me, it was just at school... We'll load up um, Halo custom edition on our USBs, put them in and just uh, break our school's networking just through playing Halo (laughs) on it. (laughs) And I got into Halo 3 a fair bit as well, multiplayer. But since then, it's been a little bit dark. So Mm. I'm really anticipating getting into the multiplayer of this. Hopefully, um, a lot of our friends and that are playing it and it'll just be a great sort of social space because I haven't had um, an online game like that grip me in a long time. But yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm really happy with what I've saw. So guys, looking forward to it coming up.
2: Um Halo is the series that really got me gripped into anything sci-fi. Yeah. So um that's the thing is is Halo is an important piece of gaming history for me mm-hmm. and like its its lineage has always been in my gaming experience and I've always played every single one as they've come out. Mm. Um and I'm in the same cart as Drew here. Honestly, I don't you know, it didn't look fantastic and like the ne- the true next-gen experience or anything.
0: Yeah, it's not polished for sure.
2: No, but it is it is far better off being a game that is accessible to as many people as possible, especially with the addition of Game Pass on PC. Yeah. Um, you know, uh f- the free-to-play model of um of the multiplayer is awesome and you know, it's just going to make this whole thing like crazy accessible. Mm. Um I'm glad that they did sort of take and and this is like where things are sort of getting like really big with Xbox and their response to um i i guess customer complaints and stuff in general is mm. that they really took it in stride and they went and delayed it knowing that it could harm the launch pretty bad yeah um it didn't because scalpers but right. you know we weren't we weren't anticipating that at the time either so it was kind of like a
0: pretty much yeah. should have but yeah
2: yeah, it should have, but it didn't. Um, uh, but in saying that, you know, like they did it anyway, and then they had the whole we're thinking about raising the price of gold, and then they got backlash on that, and they were like, okay, okay, all right, we're not going to raise the price, and we're also going to do the PlayStation thing and make free-to-play games actually free-to-play. Yep. Which they started reverting the decisions, and it, it, it's been like a whole lot of things like that where I was just like, all right, we need to make our consumers really happy. Yeah. And Halo was one of those choices, and it sucks that it, like, I've had to wait so long to play it. Mm. But look, that multiplayer looks fun as hell. Like, yeah. it, it really does. It, yeah. lo- it looks great. The new trend in gaming, without any sense of a doubt whatsoever, is grappling hooks. Grappling hooks in every fucking game. Even that, uh, the, the uh, Edo era Samurai Battle Royale that they showed off at E3, I can't remember who was making it, but like, mm-hmm. there's even a graf- grappling hook in that. And that's because like Sekiro did it so well. Yeah. Right. Yeah, <laughs> I love how like-
0: everybody pronounces it. As Sekiro now. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: Um, my- my- anyway, sorry, sorry, Bryce. I was going to say my concern about, uh, the multiplayer right now is the inertia of it all, of how it might still be the same as last time. Like it, it- I'm just in this. I'm in this weird space right now where multiplayer games, or um, well, multiplayer first-person shooters, are really just starting to kind of trend that loop of okay, let's just kind of keep it within the boundaries of what people know now and adapt what makes it, what makes a, a you know a battle royale successful as well. It, it, there's all these different facets and features that are just being borrowed from each other. And it, the experience to me now just sits on par with everybody else, and everybody's just doing the same thing now.
1: Yeah, I feel like a lot of people um, are putting Halo in this position because it's such a old, um, I guess, franchise that you know it really did start the FPS on yeah. on consoles, and a yeah. lot of people want mm-hmm. that experience when they play Halo. Like some of the most hardcore Halo fans just want sprinting out of the game, yeah, and yeah. just because it it changes the game so much, just from how, uh, how fast you are, how quick you can get the weapons, how it changes map design and all of that. So you got one, one hand, people are saying, oh, we want it just a really basic sort of arena shooter. Mm-hmm. Whereas um, when they're trying to catch, capture the next generation, going up against Fortnite and Apex Legends, how do they make it seem interesting to them while also trying to keep the Halo fan base playing the game still? And I think they're in a really tricky position because uh, oh, yeah, I don't yeah. know if any of the sort of groups are happy. Maybe um just like the real casual people like say myself will be like, Yeah, I'll play Halo, why not? <laughs> but I don't know if that that's exactly the um the type of fan they need to sustain the game either.
2: Mm. No. Well that that's the thing is like it it is sort of evolving and the most popular shooter that we have in the entire industry right now is Fortnite. So mm-hmm. That they're like, all right, free to play trend, get a battle pass in there. They're removing red versus blue schematics so mm. that they can have more cosmetics and stuff like that, you know, just to sort of really get it out there and push the push the button, I guess. Yeah. Um, and look, there's as much as as much as we say, you know, like there's trends in shooters and stuff like that these days. I don't think that's ever stopped Halo from uniquely being Halo. Like there is, there has always been something about Halo where it's like, all right, when you jump, you've got that gravity to it. So it puts yeah. you out into the open, it could save your ass, but more than likely, more likely than not, it's going to put you out in the open. Then yeah. you've got like the stuff like, um, I guess like map traversal, like, um, you know, uh, gravity lifts and stuff like that as well. Uh, vehicles in Halo are done better than any other multiplayer, I would argue, um, which, you know... Not a lot of games can say. When you think about vehicles in in shooter games, you think back to stuff like when they're in Call of Duty or Battlefield, and they're just needlessly overpowered and kind of annoying to deal with when they're right on top of you all the time. Yeah. Whereas in Halo, it feels like it's, it's always felt like the vehicles are pretty well balanced and... If you can't destroy the vehicle, you can most certainly kill the player, right? Yeah. It always gives you a lot of wiggle room. So, I feel like Halo does a lot of things better than a lot of other shooters do. It does some things weaker, which I'll, you know, I'll gladly attest to. Yeah. But if there's one thing that's a constant, it's that... Um. Even if Halo does change in the slightest regards, it it will always be Halo, and it'll always feel like Halo. They'll never take away that gravity. They'll always make sure the vehicle balance is really prominent. Mm. Um. The map design will always be based around picking up loot throughout the level, as opposed to making a loadout. Ooh. Um. Could you imagine? They, that would be
1: so bad if they did that. Yeah.
2: Well, they they try they they do do loadouts these days, but they they're not as intrusive as. Yeah. They are in other games, right? Like loadouts in this game is like you could start off with a frag or a plasma grenade. Your choice, it really doesn't matter. You get an an armor ability. Cool. Mm. Um, but ninety percent of the time those loadouts will be you must have a BR because it is a BR game mode or yeah you will have a sniper because it is a sniper game mode and like they'll never change the logistics of that unless they make a unique mode like simply based around having a custom class. Yeah. Um again, it's an arena shooter where you pick up guns off the map. I the the whole logistic of that should never change about Halo. That should be the core of Halo and um I think it'll I think it'll do just fine personally. Um this delay will set it it has set it back. Yeah. It's um it's been a little bit damaging for the Series X and as somebody that has a Series X over a PlayStation 5 right now, yeah. um, like, I, I can't say I've had a disappointing time with my console because it's been really good uh, for what it's <laughs> worth, but not having Halo there feels a bit empty. Still and- plenty of the play though, yeah, isn't so- there? Oh, <laughs> I have too much of a backlog for fucking I shouldn't be talking. Let's put it that way. <laughs> I should be playing. Yeah. Same I should here. be playing.
0: Boys, we got we have still got a lot to get through here. Horizon uh Forza Horizon 5 official announced trailer was shown. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. is amazing. Beautiful. It's it's again uh, a sequential uh release. It's a basically consecutive release of Horizon of Forza Horizon uh which is not normally uh you know, it's not the norm of this of the franchise. We get um you know, A sequence that basically, you know, where Forza Motorsport and Horizon kind of swap years. Uh, But Mm -hmm. uh, Turn 10 uh, have come out and said that they are still working on Motorsport um, and they need more time. So it'll be out next year. But uh, Playground Games were ready and were like, we can release Forza Horizon 5. So here it is. And my God, does this look stunning.
1: Oh, it looks so good. I love these games so much. And. I'm, with uh, Forza Horizon um, three, I remember being like, "This game is awesome. I can't see it getting any, any better." And then with Forza Horizon four, just like all the new features and stuff mm. they added, like they made it even better again. Yeah. And now with five, I said the exact same thing, and just like they're adding like party modes, yeah, um, yeah. like bowling, and you can make your own stuff. GDA
2: um, five style, they've gone. Yeah. Yeah,
1: it just it looks awesome, and just with um. Like the map of Mexico as well looks really nice to explore similar to uh, what the UK and Australia were like in the previous games. Yeah. Just, I cannot wait for this. And this is, this is definitely one of the cases where say like uh, Microsoft's first party support hasn't been great in the the last five years. No. So it hasn't really shone on Game Pass. No. But whenever a Horizon game comes out, it's always like, wait, this is free. Yeah. Microsoft's giving this to me for free. Yeah. Mm. And because I would happily pay the hundred and twenty dollars for the gold edition or the deluxe edition, whatever they call it. I agree. Um, I did that. Of her- yeah, I did that. Of, uh, Forza Horizon Three. I'm like, yeah, I-, I feel great doing that. Yeah. Um, but before it's just like, oh, I'll download it. Yeah, what yeah you, you get the option. <laughs> yeah. Um. Right, yeah. So it's wicked. Here's, yeah. Here's right? here's the thing. Um, this is
2: my super hot take. Right. Oh, I have I've have I've I've have, have fucking zero interest in Forza Motorsport. How dare you? At all. No, I really don't care for it, like, right. at all. Yeah, yeah. I think Horizon where, is where the fuck it's at, to be honest. Oh, yeah, because no, sorry. You, I, I, I was getting confused. <laughs> of yeah, yes, yeah, I yeah. am with you. Yeah, there's mo- Motorsport and Horizon. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So F- Forza Motorsport, really don't give a shit. But Horizon, you know what Horizon does? What does it do? Horizon feels that need for speed, need for speed games. <laughs> yeah. A or little better bit. Than a little what, bit. No, better yeah. than what Need for Speed does these days. Oh, yeah, of course. Oh, no, no, no yeah, hands down. The right. only thing
1: like, I'm I miss from Need for Speed is it just doesn't have like the same like arcadey like NOS space no. gameplay. That's the only thing it, uh, it it sort of misses. But it's just
2: Arguably different. arguably I miss burnout for that, not Need for Speed. Yeah. I miss yeah. I miss Need for Speed for like uh like when I think back to like most wanted and stuff like that, I, I think about like the cop chases and like all that stuff, whatever. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. like for the arcade racing style, uh yeah, burnout is what I miss for that, but I think that Forza Horizon has the while well it's while well it's not in, it's not entirely there for the arcade type like type of thing, but like open world driving and stuff like that. Sometimes I just want to drive, man. Yes, like yeah, that's, it's just a just an awesome, awesome open do. world game. Yeah, yeah, it's it's the best it's the best game to do it in. Yeah, it, and it, what
1: a- if anything, it encourages you.
2: Yeah, mm. it does. Yeah. What yeah.
1: I really what I really like to do cuz there's um every game has had like a a $5 microtransaction where you can buy the map and it just unlocks everything on your map. Mm-hmm. So you can go and get the boards and the the barn finds and that really easy. I I I honestly put my $5 in for that and just drive around collect everything. Mm. Yeah. I find that yeah. just so relaxing. Like I know it sounds like a really dumb way to spend 5 bucks. But no, no, it's I, I agree. Yeah. No, I don't think so. I just get I love your enjoyment
2: out of it the way you want it. Yeah. yeah. Like-
1: especially, especially now where it's just like, just download it. Download this uh, game at, yeah. cost us million of, millions of dollars to develop. I'm like, all right, at least you give you five bucks to unlock yeah. stuff on the map or something. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, boys, in between uh,
0: some announcements, um, I, I I don't want to go over all of them because there's a lot that came out of the Xbox one, but I just want to go uh-huh. over some of the major ones. Uh, so uh, an, uh, another major one that was announced w- was the Outer Worlds uh, 2 sequel. Uh, obviously- Great, Adel- sick trailer. Yeah. <laughs> <Great> uh, trailer. <laughs> obviously coming from the city. And so it, it, it's one of those things where, uh, you know- the Obviously the outer worlds, I didn't know that the outer worlds uh did that big to warrant a sequel. I know that it was well received it was critically mm. acclaimed shit we gave i think we gave it a nine out of ten on dash gamer and uh when we were still scoring games and i think um like it 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 really kind of uh took what Fallout had been missing for such a long time and reintroduced it to a lot of people with this unique. Um, as it you know, aptly titled out of World"
1: experience. Um, Drew, thoughts? Yeah, I th- I think just what you said about um it not having like not selling enough. Remember, it did launch on the Game Pass, so that would have eaten a decent amount of its sales because, true, especially with a especially with a title that's um oh, did it, quite good did for like the PC the market Pass? as well. Oh yeah, it did too. It, yeah, yeah, it, it did. Yeah, yeah, yeah and. Yeah. I think what Microsoft really needs, like they got, they bought a bunch of studios. They got obviously Bethesda titles that have um, got IP that are beloved by people, but a lot of their new studios, they are going to be making brand new IP. So um, they need uh, stuff that will bring people to their service. Mm. And I think just like a title that is uh, just critically acclaimed, if nothing else, would be just a great sort of way to bring people to Xbox and Game Pass. So. I think it was important for that, but obviously with the trailer they didn't have anything made, and they just said, "Tell you what, let's just make fun of trailers just so we can announce our title." Yeah, because pretty much. The, <laughs> mm-hmm. there's, it's basically like, "Oh, this is all th- this is uh, what we do when we try to get people to get excited. We put on some exciting music and show." A guy running with a gun and <laughs> all that stuff has nothing to do with the game. That, but that's but yeah. what I mean. Like, it, it, uh, the Waddle World strap, both of them, like
0: even the initial one for the first one, really did got, give off that Fallout vibe. And it really yeah. it did it again. It really gives off that Fallout vibe. Um, Bryce, any thoughts?
2: Um it was just a dope trailer. <laughs> and I, think, I, I think that's all they could say about it, Ryan. Like, it, it was basically like, all right, we're developing it. And look, hey, um, I haven't played the first one. Mm. Uh, I, I really do need to go back and do it. But um, you know what? I, I never heard a bad thing about it. The only time... To- actually, no. no, that's a lie. The only time I ever heard a bad thing about The Outer Worlds was the Switch version. Yeah, oh. that was it. <laughs> yeah, shame. Like, I forgot every, about that. <laughs> everything everything else about it uh I heard was was super positive and it, it is one of those things I intend to go back and play one day, but unfortunately like I I don't know man, uh, Fallout like I think I think about Fallout and I think about you know how it's constantly compared to Fallout and my last experience with Fallout was four, and four was a little bit sour, mm. and I'm kind of just like, alright, yeah, whatever. I'll kind of just leave it for now. I do want that the big open world RPGs doing doing things like that and all that eventually back in my time again. But right now, it, yeah, it, it well, even up until from launch till now, I just haven't bothered with stuff like that uh, unless it's been like and another playthrough of Zelda because I'm an addict, but (laughs) it's all right, man. I'm, you
0: know what, man, it's been on my mind, honestly. And I know we're going to talk about Zelda real soon, but, um, yeah, I, I want to go back and play Breath of the Wild again, man, too. So I just yeah. I really, really need okay. to. Uh, moving on from that, uh, Microsoft Flight Simulator got announced for Xbox. And Woo! this is a big one because <laughs> I, I've played it. I played it for PC. And man, let me tell you something. This game is so immersive. Uh, and I spoke about it on Operation PlayStation this week of how much I enjoyed my initial experience of playing it for review. You know, uh, basically taking off from Melbourne Airport and flying wherever around the world. And, you know, Going off, making a coffee, coming back, looking and surveying the scenery and going, Yep, it looks like a clear flight to
2: uh Europe today?
0: No problem. That's
2: looking good. Um Bryce, thoughts? Um I have yet to I have yet to install it on my PC and check it out. But like Fantastic. my initial thoughts when it was coming out, it was I was like, Yay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because um at like, you know, obviously we had the one we had uh Jesus. How long has it been since we had the last one? Oh long
1: a long time. A a long, long long time, (laughs) right?
2: Like And looking back at it, I'm kind of just like, oh yeah, I remember that. Mm. And I, I I never really paid much attention to it as it was coming out. But the more I look at it, I'm like, Jesus Christ, this is really actually quite good. It's actually quite gorgeous. I do need to play it sometime. And it's, Um, it
0: was timely during the fact, uh, like in the fact that it launched during the pandemic as well.
2: mm, (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. Because now you can actually go places and be like, oh, that's nice.
1: (laughs) I wish I could go there. Yeah, true. I've been really keen to play it. I haven't played it because I've only got a. Windows PC um, yeah, and mediocre
2: PC. It's
1: alright. So it's just a it's a it's a razor blade <laughs> fifteen. It's not that bad. Fuckin damn, man. damn, Bryce. Just dropping bombs. Got gum true. Bloody bloody hell fucking dissing my PC over here. Oh, Holy shit. Well <laughs> hey, look,
2: it's a few years old now, and what have you done with it?
3: Oh,
1: fucking. Have you got have a graphics card right? in it? Oh yeah, I, yeah. It's am a am decked I out right? laptop. Okay. okay. Decked out laptop. I don't know. I'm trying to a bit stunned here, everyone. Bryce is just fucking just shaming, Insulted you? my uh, bloody PC. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, it's, it's a big. It was. It was. I was like, yeah, I wanted to play it on there, but it was like a big update and stuff. Mm. Like, oh can't be bothered. But um, coming to Xbox, definitely going to try it out. It Looks absolutely awesome on the Series X as well. Like, it yeah. looks unreal. Yes. Um. So can to play it. I yeah. I hope there's like a really casual mode in there where I could just like fly the plane without having to do every single lever and button, mm. especially on a controller. Oh yeah. <laughs> so hopefully there's just like, I want to go there, <laughs> accelerate, go up. Yay. An autopilot mode. Yeah. Hopefully yeah. something
0: like that. Who knows, They might do that for accessibility options and stuff. Cause a lot more people will be getting their hands on it. Obviously, you know, some simulator games can be difficult to play. Um, I had a difficult time playing. Uh, what was it Euro Truck Simulator? Well, that that one gave me the shits, and so I kind of, <laughs> uh, I I really kind of had to turn it turn it to the easiest option so that I can just steer the bloody truck. Anyway,
1: okay. um, see, thieves is getting. Sorry, Brass's I'm 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 just gonna say Bryce's computer. I'm sure he, that couldn't run run <laughs> the game either, just because he's pretty mediocre PC. Well, isn't that right, Bryce? Oh yeah, yeah. Boys, yeah. Boys,
0: <laughs> boys, boys, boys. Sea <laughs> so of Thieves mark, yeah. is getting an expansion, <laughs> uh, a Pirates Life, which includes uh, Disney properties. Obviously, the one being Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, I'll be honest; I'm kind of I wasn't I wasn't really shocked, but it was great Captain. to see it um, due to the fact that they're involving the Pirates uh, IP within Sea of Thieves now. Um,
1: what, what, what were your thoughts, Drew? Uh, my thoughts is who who wants to play this thing? I um. <laughs> I, all <laughs> I've done in Sea of Thieves is I downloaded it, and I like walked up to the ship, and it's like, uh, yeah, right, acti- activate the sail. My awful fuck, sake I couldn't be. I couldn't, that's that's, what that's all do. I've done. I'm like, oh, no bugger this. Yes. Can uh, somebody else I didn't do it for ha- me? <laughs> I didn't have anyone else to play with, no, so when I see this, I'm like, oh, I want a crew of people. I actually want to play this thing. Mm. Xbox Game Pass. Anyone can download it. Who's got it? So, anyone out there? Or you two, whoever, who wants to play this game, because I wanna I wanna do the um Sorry sorry Drew, I'm, I'm letting I you do tell you now. <laughs> Alright, Bryce, are you gonna join me in this uh this adventure? Go to the Caribbean, come on, mate. Come on, no, mate. Oh, he's shaking no, his head. No, no. Oh, is it because cool I said your PC was made mediocre. I'm sure it can run CFs. I'm sure
2: <laughs> here's the thing, right? Is like uh Sea Thieves, it never really grabbed me in the first place and mm. I wanna I wanna sound like that dude, but they did dirty by my company. Uh, what? so your, cu- your
1: company made it.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. I know. So but your thieves like, didn't
1: infect rare. No,
2: but that that's what I mean. It's like and it, like they treated rare like crap for years. So How dare never... you see
0: a thieves? See
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, thieves. It was exactly Captain Jack right. Sparrow yeah. the whole time. It, it was the first project. Then, where, it, where it was like where where it was like big, but it really did not fucking touch me at all. I was kind of like, alright cool and then like conflicting reports on whether it was actually a decent game or not when it came out and launched mm. I was like hmm mm. okay and then I'm like all right well and even just looking at this I'm like huh that's cool I'm like but who the fuck plays Sea of Thieves I don't know anybody that plays Sea of Thieves at all no, I, obviously like over, there's like, players I do right? but
1: it's got like over 10 million like current players or something doesn't it something I'm sure like it does that, yeah.
2: but I don't fucking know a single one of them <laughs>
1: So, I, if I it's know, got
2: ten million concurrent players, I'd like to fucking know who's playing it because I, I have like, no fucking idea.
1: Brendan White and that played it a fair bit. Yeah, like, NATO. I don't. Yeah. NATO on that. Yeah, yeah, NATO loved it. I don't nope. know if he's still on it, but
2: good, good for good for those guys. Um, <laughs> yep. But I fucking know nobody <laughs> personally. Jeez. Not oh. a single. I, I, I do not have a single single person on my uh on my friends list on Xbox. That fucking plays it.
0: Bitter so. Bryce
1: DeWitt tonight. I think NATO has a really nice PC that actually runs it though. So I probably yeah, it would yeah Yeah.
0: Um, boys, moving on. Um, Among Us got uh, obviously revealed for Game
2: Pass as well. This is huge. Oh God, Bryce. He's serious. All right, go on. You fucking... No, 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 no. No, him. Him. He's oh. fucking picking on my PC again. Oh, fair enough. Bryce, what, you, what are your thoughts on Among Us coming to uh, Xbox. Oh game pass. yeah, it's fine. It's a fucking free to play game on mobile anyway. So <laughs> you know you're not really missing much. Um, Among Us is Candy Crush coming? Oh fuck! Fucking yeah. Mm. What what's going on? Bruce? Um, uh, Among Us is fine. Yeah, right. It 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 is a good game, but if you don't have a group of friends to play it with, it is a fucking it, it is a pretty barren experience. I tried to play it like with the matchmaking and all that shit, yeah, and like you need voice to play that game effectively yeah, yeah. if you jump in if you jump in and do a chat game it'll basically be like somebody hits the emergency button they'll call it out and then everybody will just follow like sheep vote that person out and then that's it
0: well i i said i i i allude to the fact that when xbox were having discussions with discord um this could have been why this game would have been the primary yeah. reason of you know those two kind of having conversations of an
1: acquisition. Um any any thoughts on that, Drew? Yeah, I mean it's we've we've known it, it's been coming to Game Pass for for a while. It's been on um Game Pass for PC for a while. Um I think Bryce is actually able to run that game on his PC. That's the last joke. <laughs> so you raised the Blade, yeah. asshole. you went and bought a Mac mini
2: and it's your main PC. Get fucked.
1: And it works f- <laughs> fucking a treat. Go, go on, Drew. Yeah, Among so, Us
2: at 20 frames per second.
1: Oh my god! <laughs> uh, um, yeah, and no, that's no, it's good it's coming. It's good. It's, good it's coming to come to PC, uh, um, Xbox. <laughs> yeah. I'll skim through a
0: few of these announcements and then we'll get back to uh, one of the, the major ones. So Fallout uh, 76 again, uh, two expansions. One that'll be available <laughs> soon. One that's called the Pit. Nobody really cares, to be honest. Like I don't know anybody uh, who's playing that. No, Love the no. Pit.
1: <laughs>
3: um party animals compl- where it should be thrown
0: <laughs> party animals is another brawler uh much like gang beasts uh which just yeah. includes furry characters which is okay fair enough
2: i said the same thing i was like what the fuck <laughs> hades... this is just gang beasts dude <laughs>
0: uh hades is coming as a game pass this is a big Wicked. one yeah. yeah um drew you got uh, you were, would have played it on switch yeah
1: yeah i played it for a few hours um it's really good. Hope everyone gets to play it. But doesn't have a Switch? Yep. On Game Pass, no excuse if you have a subscription to that. Yeah. But um, yeah, yeah, no, wicked game.
0: Um, the uh, what was it, Somerville as well? Looks really good. Uh, the creators of uh some some of the original creators of Limbo, uh, developing this title. Bryce, you got any thoughts?
2: Um, looks good, and I'm sure it will be. It yeah. generally is. Yeah. Um, both Limbo and Inside are very good games. Yeah. So. Yeah.
0: Sorry. Yeah. Uh, Psycho two got revealed as well. I mean, look, I'm going to tell you right now, I don't, I'm not, I'm not that big of a Double Fine person. I really don't think that Tim Schafer is that great of a games developer or or a visionist, to be honest. Uh, but there are those who love Psycho uh, Psychonauts, I guess congratulations to getting a sequel. Um,
2: it's quirky, and I think yeah. that's, I think that's just the draw of it. I'd yeah. like to play it, but I got to go back and play the original first. Yeah.
1: I'm, yeah, I'm looking forward to it, because after just like finishing Ratchet and Clank, I'm like, oh, I want another really fun, pretty-looking platformer. Then play so. Ratchet and
0: Clank again. <laughs> <laughs> or Give me your
2: PlayStation, and I'll play Ratchet and Clank, because to be honest, I do want to play it. Yeah, it's yeah. awesome,
0: dude. Um, Battle- Battlefield 2042 got uh, a more, <laughs> more of a trailer, I guess, uh, during the presentation as well. you boys are looking forward to Battlefield at all?
1: Yeah, it looks, it looks great. Looks but looks dope. Yeah, it's just it's really expensive for a mo- multiplayer-only game. So it's going to be really interesting how f- fast that thing comes to um, EA access
2: yeah. <laughs> before. Yeah, that's what I'm waiting for. Fuck that. Yeah, <laughs> EA's not getting my money. So it's like
1: we, with all the things we can play, we can play Halo for free. We can play you know Fortnite, Warzone, Apex Legends for free, complete for free. Yeah. And it's like oh, but Battlefield's a hundred and ten dollars. Yeah. Mm. So it's like yeah. okay.
0: Well, there's Game Pass. I'll just, oh sorry EA Pass. I'll just quickly you know.
1: Well, Game Pass and EA Pass are the same thing now, aren't they? Yeah, but it's not. It's not coming to Game immediately, Pass. Immediately, no. So no. No, not it'll immediately. Ca- it'll come to like a the, the most premium tier of EA Access. Yeah. I don't know what they call that, but yeah. Um, probably come to that.
0: Replaced is a cyberpunk uh, platformer that will be coming out. It looks alright actually. I really like kind of the um contrast between 3D. Uh, visuals that it has with the 2D platforming and, and combat. Um, what were your thoughts on that, Drew?
1: Yeah, no, it looks awesome. Definitely going to try that one out. It, just like that type of um, art style always catches my eye, just yeah. like with really stylized pixel graphics. And just like the shine on the ground, just in like oh, sort of beautiful. the foreground before it goes to the, the sprite-based stuff, it looks awesome. Yeah. So re- regardless of what the gameplay actually is and the story and everything, just the art style gets me straight away. Bryce? Bryce?
2: Yeah, about the same, I'd reckon. Yeah, <laughs> for the sake of coasting, for the sake of coasting. Yeah, no, that's um, fair enough. Yeah, no, it does. It does look really good, and uh, yeah. I'd be keen to give it a go. Yeah, for no. sure. Uh, same, same here. Uh, I really like, as
0: a, obviously, uh, as a fan of old school gaming, th- this speaks to me. And I really, and as you said, uh, Drew, like it's it. It's the way that the, the light reflections come off, and also it's just so vibrant. I love uh the cyberpunk aesthetic that it's going for. So yeah, uh really excited for that one. Uh Bryce, this one will definitely be for more me me and you than uh Drew. I even chronicle hundred heroes uh pretty much like a an octopath clone more than anything. Yeah. Um what are your thoughts, Bryce?
1: I think it looks pretty as fuck.
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs>
1: that's,
0: that's as much as I could gauge from it as <laughs>
1: well. Well you say that you say that Dash, but I'm definitely getting this well yeah. game well, I mean, it looks game awesome. awesome. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm definitely getting this. Just yeah, got it. Yeah. But um, yeah, I'm, it. I'm looking forward to this a lot. Did, what yeah. did you enjoy
0: Octopath? Drew?
1: Yeah, like I didn't. I didn't like play a whole lot of it. That's not any. That's not the game's fault. That's my fault. Mm, um, fair enough. I I basically like played through the demo and absolutely loved it. And mm. then I got the game and I barely touched the game when it came out. No, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Um, RPG syncs. That's yeah, why. Exactly. Well, yeah.
0: Exactly. Mm. They're they're very much time sync. So you have to really uh, devote such. A magnanimous amount of time towards one. Um, the ascent is coming to a ga- game pass uh, day one, which is really cool. Uh, do you guys get gauge anything from this though? Because it's a top-down kind of deal. Uh, it's not really my kind of style. What do you think, Bryce?
2: The ascent. Jesus, I can't remember the ascent. I'm trying. I'm
0: trying to remember what
1: it is too. I'm gonna quickly
0: look. It you, up. Might, you guys might want to quickly Google it. But it was. It's basically the. Um, it's the top-down shooter... Sorry, like, the, the tactical game. Um, that's set in, like, this futuristic metropolis.
2: Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. It, yeah.
0: I, I'm not really big on these kind of games. I'm not really... Nah. Yeah. Yeah, it, this is good cool. for me. Yeah, exactly. Here's the
2: thing. It, it's, it's like, there's also Diablo 2 Remastered, which is coming this... Uh, was it this year? I think it's this year. Yeah. Um, And some of my friends that, like, that's their favorite game ever, right? Yeah. That's the that's the most favorite game to them. I like I they kidding. tried to they tried to get me to play it in the past, and I'm I'm just as disinterested as I am now because I know exactly how that game's gonna turn out. You're gonna get everybody who's like a massive fan of it. They're gonna smash through the story, then they're gonna be like, "Oh, dude, this is my favorite game. Come play it." Mm. And then um, that's what they that's what they did to me in the past is they made me play it, but they wanted me to get to end game, mm. so I got nothing out of it on the journey. Mm. Um, and like even just looking at Diablo two, I was kind of like. Mm. Yeah, no pass. Yeah. Um, it's something about those top-down perspective games. I can't, I can't really sink my teeth so far into as to spend the monogamous amount of hours that people want to put into it. Yeah,
0: um, Back for Blood is also yes. coming out. Yeah, no, and a lot of people good. are. Yeah, a lot of people are uh, really excited for that. Uh, I have never really been a big zombie game fan to be completely honest with you but i guess there is a market for it a lot of people love that kind of horror genre um
2: it's a left for dead market yeah exactly the left for dead market yeah that, that's exactly what it is. And I mean, like, it, it, it looks fine and it looks pretty much exactly what you want from a Left, left 4 Dead co-op. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you've got your unique zombies that want to spew on things or, like, snare you and rope you in and, like, all that shit. And, you know, that looks good. Um, and I'm sure it will fill a hole that uh, Gaben will never fill with... Left 4 Dead 3. Yeah. So, um, Gaben, either get on your shit now and get Left 4 Lef- Lef- Dead 3 out or have it fall into obscurity when uh, clones take over because that's exactly what's going to happen.
0: Uh, Age of Empires uh, 4 got a, uh, a trailer, basically. Uh, th- this is one of those... That I really didn't expect to see there at this presentation, mm. um, but I guess cool. But it's not even coming to Game Pass, so it just makes me confused that they would actually include this.
1: It's on Game Pass PC though, isn't
0: it? I don't believe so. They didn't it include. Is. They didn't, oh, is it?
2: Oh, like, Look, who AJ gives Pike. a shit! It's gonna it's gonna be in your Kellogg's box in the in the week after it releases, boys. Okay, <laughs> so who gives a shit? <laughs> it's gonna be in your Kellogg's box, All right.
0: Man, that's where I remember playing it for the first time. Ah, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Um
0: yeah, so uh, there was that uh, obviously uh, Bryce as Bryce mentioned, Diablo as well, S.T.A.L.K.E.R. 2, Heart of Chernobyl. Um, that looks so good. That looks good. Uh Bryce, I'll get I'll get your thoughts on that one.
2: Yeah, sure. Um so the first S.T.A.L.K.E.R. game I ever played uh was uh- Picked up from a bargain bin by my grandmother, and I played it. I'm like, this is really cool in concept, but it feels quite old right now. Yep. So I don't think I could actually go back and play this. But I'd be fucking dead keen interested to play this one. Yeah. So um, I think I'll absolutely do it. I love I love the whole history behind like. Uh, Chernobyl and like the effects of radiation and like all that bullshit I was never a big fan of Metro though so I couldn't really get behind Metro Mm. Um, but Stalker Stalker had awesome concepts but I only had a dated game to play so now that I'm actually getting something that's not quite dated I'd be very keen to play it
1: Sure. yeah I'm keen to play this I've never played Stalker before so I'm keen just for a a pretty looking game with a nice story hopefully some good shooting mechanics and a big gun (laughs) and a big gun it's a, yeah <laughs> a big gun
0: Now, fair enough um and uh so 12 minutes was another one which is uh mm-hmm. what i'm really excited for because I've, i love anything to do with time um the fact that you get to play the like this this narrative uh, that of a bloke that's trapped within a time loop um obviously set in one environment which looks like it's his apartment um so i i I'm intrigued. I really want to see what it's about. Uh it has Daisy Ridley, James McAvoy, and Willem Dafoe starring in the game as well. So, Oh, wow. It looks yeah. like it's going to be a great game to play. Um, before I jump into the big reveal at the end, there was also Far Cry 6 extended gameplay, which looks really good. Obviously, a lot of people are excited about that one. You boys excited for that?
1: Yeah. Nah. Not really, <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> shred has uh, got a reveal as well, which was unexpected to, compl- to be completely honest. But a lot of uh, the uh, people that love their extreme sports will get a g- big kick out of it. Um, Atomic Heart, which was another Soviet Union game, Russians and Zombies. This this is the theme of yeah, V.
2: it looked like so- it looked like something. Uh, I couldn't. I can't remember what it was now. But at the time, I was like, "What the fuck is this? This looks exactly like X Game." I can't remember what game. I'll have to look up the tweet. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah that's all
0: right um but yeah like it, it, it's it, yeah again it's it's another one of uh you know an action game that's based in russia cool yeah. they're
1: putting it on game pass we'll try it why, yeah, not? Exactly. why not um
0: what was the other one that i was just looking at as well uh sorry here it is um the shroom and doom expansion pack for grounded as well never played grounded uh yep. what 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 are your thoughts, Drew?
1: Oh, Grounders, I haven't played it live. I really want to play it though. I've just got no friends. That's kind of the theme going with this episode. I really want to play these games, but got no one to play with. I reckon it looks really fun. I want to play it. I think um I just really want to go against a spider, see if it gives me the EBGBs or not. Because I hate spiders. Yeah. Like, you know, I don't think anyone particularly likes spiders. No. I can much. um I can pick up like a smaller one, but when they get bigger, just get that shit out of here. So I don't know how I feel about a massive one in a video game. Yeah. I don't know if I'll have to put the blob effect on the arachnophobia mode um but we'll see we'll see right
2: uh sorry i was looking up uh Cy- <laughs> i called it cyber russia 2077 i believe um <laughs> um sorry what what game were we on were we on to sorry no
0: nah, it's all right grounded
2: oh grounded yeah nah, just, just, yeah just no, no, to, not yeah not for me either
0: um nah. and bef- uh, obviously i want to get your thoughts on Redfall, boys but before i do i'll
1: ask you a yes or no question you guys get in the fridge i fucking Ooh. want a fridge i'm gonna say yes until they reveal it's too expensive for me yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> dude it, it's like it's like all these gaming products of actual things are coming out now like there was uh at uh the um fan fest for final fantasy 14 they announced that they're doing a final fantasy 14 stratocaster and i was like dude i'd be so keen to get that i want that electric guitar until i figured out that we really got shafted on price and it was like something fucking stupid like three thousand seven hundred dollars or some bullshit and like excuse me like a regular stratocaster is not that much
1: like (laughs) how how much how much is the normal one for context
2: um, I will uh, book up for you, but up. It's, it's, it's definitely not that much. Um,
1: While Bryce does that, um,
0: we'll jump into Redfall, uh, Drew. Uh, this looked awesome. This looked absolutely awesome. I can't wait to see what Arcane have up their sleeve with this title. Um, I think that, you know, Xbox really do have something on their hands here, but I don't want to... Uh, I want to temper my expectations of this title because... The problem is Xbox really do present titles in a light that, you know, the games look awesome. Games are going to be so awesome. And then when we play mm. them, they're just not up to par of what their competitors can bring to the table. So I'm hoping yeah. that this is completely different. They proved me wrong in that, in that circumstance. And this game really pushes the envelope and brings out something fantastic. What, what are your thoughts?
1: Yeah, I hope so because like like I said at the start, I'm not much of a Bethesda fan necessarily. Yeah. But like um, what really caught my eye actually, and this is actually kind of frustrating for me, that like the first Bethesda game where I'm like, that looks awesome, was Deathloop. Deathloop, which is a a PlayStation exclusive. So I'm just like, oh, it's not going to be on Game Pass. That's really annoying. (laughs) For (laughs) now, Um, for now. Yeah, for now until um the years up or whatever. But yeah, like Arcane really sort of stands out to me because of that. I know this is a different team within Arcane, but like just like Deflate looks awesome and uh, Dishonored was also a few games that I'll probably go back to now that they're a part of Game Pass. Play through them. Yeah. So just like um this title from them interests me as well. Yeah. Uh, we've only got like a CGI trailer, so really don't know whether I'm interested or not. But yeah, sort same. of the setting seems interesting. <clears throat> So it seems pretty cool. Oh, look, I'm, um, I'm like- interested. I know it's a CGI
0: trailer, but yeah, I'm definitely interested. I'm intrigued by the concept. I'll put it that way.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah same here.
2: Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um... Sorry, two seconds. I just double check that price. Uh, for the most expensive uh, Stratocaster through Fender itself, uh, it's $4,999. Uh, that is like for top-grade Eric Johnson uh, 1954 Special Edition. Um, and the Final Fantasy XIV one is $6,499. So um, that is uh, $1,500 more than a regular, like a top-grade Stratocaster so um no thank you anyway um game sorry redfall. <laughs> i keep looking things up mid discussion that's all right redfall uh, redfall. redfall looks fantastic yeah. um somebody said that uh arcane is a studio to watch out for yeah. and i mean mm-hmm. they they kind of have been for a while like you think about dishonored and stuff like that everybody fucking loved that game yeah um but arcane yeah they're, they're definitely something to look out for in in general and i think redfall is going to be really good uh they're also doing what's it called at the moment Deathloop. Uh, Deathloop. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Um, uh, and um, you know, that that's PlayStation exclusive. So this is basically like Deathloop versus Redfall in the end, right? That's exactly kind what of, it's yeah. gonna be. Um, I have I like I they'll they'll cross over at some point and they'll both be on either system, probably. Yeah. Like I don't I don't really doubt that. Yes, yeah, um, but well, not
0: not 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 Redfall. I don't think Redfall is gonna look honestly. When it comes mm-hmm. to when it comes to these Bethesda titles, man, that's it. It's over. It's it's yeah. done. The the whole idea, the whole concept of Bethesda games going to PlayStation, not happening.
2: Something that we have known for a while though is that when they were talking about the acquisition of Bethesda, and this is like really important to note, but they did very specifically say that they don't want to gatekeep anybody from these games. That's not their choice just...
0: anymore. No, up. no, 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 not Bethesda. <laughs>
2: Phil Spencer said this. Oh. He said he doesn't want to gatekeep video gaming, but he, they do need studios. Yeah, there, yeah. right. But h-
1: how he works around that is like, we're not going to gatekeep you. You can play this on your phone with uh, Xbox streaming. You can play it on your, your Xbox. PC. You can play it on your PC. We're not gatekeeping. We're not gatekeeping. And guess you can what? can play when it on they, so many things. When
0: they eventually announce uh, like Glass or whatever they want or Game Pass on Switch, you can play it on oh. your Nintendo Switch.
2: Oh, yeah. Mm, so yeah, that's Which,
0: just how it is. I until I, Xbox I, okay. find out how they can distribute these, these games on other platforms such as PlayStation. If they can implement Game Pass, if if they somehow miraculously have Game Pass come to PlayStation, Xbox will be more than happy to give PlayStation, you know, some of these titles. But until then, no.
2: My counter argument is MLB the Show. <sighs> yeah, I know I. Listen, yeah, I, I know, know. that yeah. I, I know. I know. It's sort of a different situation because MLB were basically like put it on every fucking platform, right? That's basically what they were like. But if yeah, a but PlayStation game, I, I really game,
0: don't understand that situation at all because PlayStation could have basically they turned around and said, <laughs> "Fuck
2: you, get out." Yeah, they could have. But anyway, regardless of that fact, it mm. still ended up on Xbox, and it's got a PlayStation logo on it. Which may, but that tells me enough that yeah. it's like, all right, they're willing to at least come together to some degree and be like, all right, we'll operate with you if this is how it's going to be. And like, look, when you think about titles like The Elder Scrolls and stuff like that, like I think um, Starfield, I think that will remain on Xbox. I think there is things that are going to exclusively remain on Xbox and it's going to be new IPs mostly. Mm. Um, yeah. But stuff like Elder Scrolls 6 and Redfall, Redfall, I could see them doing a trade-off deal of being like, all right, here's Deathloop, here's Redfall, cool, right? That way they're discoverable by both audiences. But stuff like uh, Starfield, that'll remain exclusive. Elder Scrolls 6 will probably be exclusively Xbox for a little bit, and then it will see a move over onto PlayStation where people can play it there. Because if you gatekeep games like that that have been within the community for years, you just piss people off. And... Microsoft I hate very- to
0: break. I hate look, Bryce. I hate to break your heart, but I don't think it's happening,
2: man. you wouldn't be breaking it? my heart anyway because I get to fucking play it. <laughs> 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 I don't really give a shit. Like,
3: like what, like what you're hearing today. Be sure to follow all Dash Gamer podcasts on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify by simply typing dashgamer.com into the search bar of your favorite podcast provider. And don't don't forget to check out our gaming, anime, and pop culture-related news on dashgamer.com. Now, back to the show.
0: Um, I want to move on from Xbox, boys. Uh, Just quickly, uh, between uh, Xbox to Nintendo, uh, there was one thing I wanted to get Bryce's thoughts on real quick, which was Stranger of Paradise, Final Fantasy Origin. (laughs) <laughs> this God. this demo was uh, a fucking train wreck from the moment it was announced to the moment I tried downloading it and playing it and it kept saying it was corrupted to the moment I played it oh, God. and it was ju- <laughs> and it was ju- oh, I love Bandai Namco I love their games I love also every- oh, sorry, sorry Square Enix I love I love Bandai Namco and everything else but Jesus Christ was this a train wreck or what chaos yeah chaos Ugh. chaos
2: chaos yeah fucking chaos um listen uh yeah um souls what I, like th- this has been like leaked for a while right and everybody was yeah, like yeah. oh this could be really cool i think three weeks and then now they yeah. that, then they fucked up the main protagonist and the worst part is is um like without delving too far into spoilers but play final fantasy 14 and they have a fucking way better fucking uh thing for the warrior of light there trust me like the original warrior of light i don't know why the fucking they turned him into an edge boy it makes no sense to me whatsoever. The entire right?
0: thing is just terrible, though. Like, even it looks so unpolished. It looks it yeah. <laughs> there was a there was a really funny tweet from the Kazirai CEO Twitter account that said, "Sorry guys, uh, the reason it won't run is because PlayStation Five isn't backwards compatible backwards compatible with PlayStation Three games. Yeah, <laughs>
2: because it legit <laughs> looks like
0: a PlayStation Three game.
2: Yeah, yeah. And look, I I don't know how to I don't I don't know what to fucking tell you, like. A lot of things about the Square Enix was uh, presentation questionable. Why the fuck were they putting one to six on on Steam and mobile only? (laughs) Why? 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 If you're going to do it, why the fuck on those two platforms only? (laughs) Right? Mm -hmm. Um, Second of all, uh, something that I put on one of Panja's tweets, he he was like, "Uh, that was really disappointing. Square Enix need to pick up their game. I'm like, look, they only needed to announce one thing this year and I would have been happy. And he's like, what game? I'm like, well, of course... Final Fantasy 14 for Xbox, which you can play up to level 60, and uh, it includes the uh, Heaven's Ward expansion entirely free. Uh, so I'm I'm a shill for that game. I'm um, like just putting it out there. If if they put that on everything, I'll be happy. Um, but everything else from Square Enix this year, fucking confusing. Have no idea why they did it. Why they didn't? Why they haven't listened to anyone? Mm. Which I feel <laughs> that that is the thing here. They haven't fucking listened to anybody. Um, with uh, 16, I can understand why it's not there, and I trust in Yoshida to make that game anyway because he made 14, and 14s a fucking great game. Yeah. Um, and uh, well, a Realm Reborn, but let's yeah, not polish the knob here. What dogs you like, Matt? Right. Uh, so I, tr- I trust him to make that game, and the reason it wasn't there is because it's not up to his scruff yet, and he'll make sure that game is good. I promise you. He's a fucking good developer, um, but uh, yeah, what they might as well have just just called it called it off and left yeah. it to Bandai to announce and deal with and just not fucking been there because yeah. they just pissed people off. Yeah, um,
0: boys, we're gonna jump over to Nintendo now, which uh, I'll say I'll start by stating that I believe they won E3 this year. To be completely honest with uh, some of these announcements, that's for sure. Um, and I'm not I'm not saying that because you guys are here, but I'm, I'm actually saying it because I actually tweeted it. I actually said Nintendo have won E3. Um, I'm once again going to skim through some of the uh, more announcements, some of the, some of the stuff that are like we really wouldn't care about anyway. And yeah, like okay, Just Dance 2022 is coming to Nintendo Switch.
1: Oh fuck yes!
0: <laughs> so Just Dance 2022 coming to Nintendo Switch. Super Monkey Ball is celebrating its 20th anniversary with a brand new game. Um, Banana Mania is called. Uh um, I clean
2: in that audio? Sorry.
0: <laughs> Two Point Campus. Uh got a trailer as well. Do you boys really care about two point hospital? No. Nah.
2: No.
0: No. <laughs> uh, Astria Ascending. Um I don't know I've never uh, I don't know anything if it's a franchise or anything about. I've never heard of it. Like it must be brand looks, new.
1: Looks cool. Coming to Xbox Game Pass. I'll buy it there. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> yeah, Christ. Yeah. Um, Worms Rumble. Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah, I got it for free on PlayStation. Haven't played it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy is coming to Switch. That was th- see. Uh, so Marvel kind of took over the Square Enix presentation completely. This game, Ugh. I am not completely. In- I am not interested in whatsoever.
2: I I, uh, I really like the IP. Like I like I like Guardians of the Galaxy, but the fact that it took so much of the fuck. That's what I mean. They should have just. They should. They might as well have just not been there. Drew, I've, most um, of the presentation was that
1: game. <laughs> Yeah. I actually I pre-ordered it after the presentation. I, I really quite liked it. I you know shill. Oh, I'm such a shill. Um <laughs> it's mainly because of like A3 hype and that. Usually I don't pre-order games, but I was like, yeah, I pre-ordered yeah, like a couple of other things for like um Scarlet Nexus and that coming out next week. So I'm like, yeah, I'll put in some other ten dollar deposits and I'll put in one for Guardians of the Galaxy on PS5 and I'm like, yeah, you know what? Like the the sort of combat doesn't look like amazing by yeah. any stretch of the imagination, but I really like it. Really, kind of hooked me just with like the banter and that you expect from the guardians, and I like how you can do different decisions and stuff. How they implement sort of the t- uh, telltale mechanic in there. So I'm like, you know what? I'll give this a go. Um, if reviews come out before the game and it, it's really bad, am I alright? I'll pull my pre order. But yeah, yeah, this this caught my eye. But with the Nintendo side of things, when they Shown it during the direct, it's like, oh my god, how the hell is this on Switch? And uh, then yeah. I only found out afterwards that it was the cloud edition, and um, and I think also uh,
0: they're using uh, the footage that they use were was assets from other consoles. To be honest, because they didn't they didn't clarify whether it was running on Switch.
1: Yeah, well, it's it's not it's running on the cloud version. I assume that it will look the same um, if you can gross. actually get it to get it to run well. But, <laughs> yeah. um, I you know with all the hype of watching the direct. Um, in person, sort of like, I don't know if they had a disclaimer at the bottom saying cloud version. Jam- Jamie Penning said he watched like uh, the European version and that it did clarify it was the cloud version, but mm. I don't know. It I didn't say. in a way. Yeah, I don't uh, know if it did because nah. like at very least they should say coming playable, pl- they should say playable on cloud because uh. if, if more games are coming um, to like the cloud sort of service of playing on Switch, then like we, we've, we're going to be starting guessing like, oh, is this native or not? If they're not going to actually be telling us. Yeah. Because that matters a lot. Because um, even if they did come here, I wouldn't want to play it via the cloud. Like no way. Mm. But they don't even come to Australia. Mm. Mm. So we can't even play it anyway. But yeah, I thought no. that was, a, I thought that was um, probably the worst thing of the actual direct. Just be like, just, just say, just call it. Guardians of the Galaxy Cloud Edition. Cloud or whatever, edition because yeah, to be
0: a little bit more clear about it, um, mm. Fatal Frame is uh, jumping from the Wii U to the Switch. That's really cool because a lot of people did not play that on the that Wii U. U. Um,
1: one one thing about that too is actually yeah. coming to Xbox and PlayStation as well. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm like I found that out afterwards. Oh, that's really weird because Nintendo's had the publishing rights for um, like for the whole series. I'll pretty play much, it I played on
0: PlayStation. There you go.
1: Yeah, yeah, I probably will too. <laughs> um,
0: Doom Eternal um, is finally getting the Ancient Gods, um, which is already out on other platforms. Uh, I would advise you guys play it on other platforms, not like the Switch. <laughs> I'm sorry, yeah. but it's just the truth. Oh,
1: yeah. oh, Dash, come on. Mate.
0: It's just the truth. Look, Doom is fine, but it it just doesn't... It's not up to da- scratch on the Switch.
1: Dash, I want to play especially it especially at Doom 30 FM. frames. I don't want to play it with the new Xbox Series X patch. How oh, dare that, you. That, That'll be... I don't want to play it at that top of Fidelity Uh, yet. Same
0: same thing with Strange Brigade. I just really don't care about this game at all, and I think it looks terrible. So, um, yeah, thanks, Strange Brigade. Uh, Tony Hawk, uh, Pro Skater 1 and 2, is hitting Nintendo Switches. This is a a good announcement. Um, True.
1: Yeah, I I haven't played it yet, so I might play it on Switch. I might not. It's really cheap on other platforms, Mm. so I don't know. (laughs) Bryce? I'll
2: I'll buy it again. Fuck it. So, okay. so I rated it a ten. <laughs>
0: so we do have a question from um, your community actually uh, that came through from Wacko Jacko uh, in regards to uh, this game. I want you guys to be honest. What were your thoughts on Tony Hawk's PS One Two coming to Switch? Me, I kind of, I'm kind of hype uh, despite the lower frame rate. True. Jacko or oh, Bryce, whichever. Go ahead,
2: Jacko. I wrote a review on it, buddy. You did. Go read the review. It's wow. on dashgamer.com. Yeah, you do? Right. Yeah. No, but no, yeah, seriously. Fantastic game. Yeah. Okay. Uh Lowell Foundry does a
0: bo- you think that'll um I, No.
2: No. No. Fuck. I played Tony Hawk. I, I played Tony Hawk's Pro Skater in fucking the 90s late late 90s mm. in that shit. Mm. I don't, I don't care. At all. No. Nah. Not in the slightest. <laughs> um it is a 10 out of 10 remake. Um it does everything a remake should. And it uh, incorporates things that come from later entry points in the series that um make Tony Hawk's arcade game arcade uh, arcade gaming style great. Plus mm. a soundtrack that's mostly 100 percent true to form. Yeah. So play it. It's good. Fair enough. Um
1: here wacko.
0: Horror <laughs> H- warriors Age of Calamity is in an expansion. Um I I'll be honest, I actually liked Age of Calamity. I thought it was way better than um, the original Hyrule Warriors. I know that I had some performance issues. Obviously, kind of hitched and glitched a little bit uh, more than it should have. Uh, but mm. the content of the game was definitely something that I really resonated with. Obviously, being so big on Breath of the Wild. Uh, Drew, your thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, I um, I've got a lot more of the game to play. I haven't finished it yet. So okay. An expansion pass isn't on my There's on my radar car, at all. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to playing it. It's one of those games, honestly. With all of these Switch Pro rumors flying around recently, it's just I'm like, wow, that game would really benefit from just like beefed up hardware. So maybe I'll wait a bit. But hmm. now it's it's gotten to the point now. It's like, all right, we're past E3 now. Maybe not. So I might just I want to play it soon. Price.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. mean the thing is it's like um with the uh, the original Hyrule Warriors I think what gripped me with that game was that it was in its sort of own universe and as much as I like, like the continuation of story of uh Age of Calamity it, it's it's hanging on the hinges of like Breath of the Wild 2 mm. is is on the horizon and I kind of like I'm saving my Breath of the Wild experience for that game. Mm. Um I have played through a, a generous enough amount of it but I still haven't finished it and I intend to finish it because it is story context but I kind of want to do it while I am like dumb hyped and but still not but not thinking where when I'm dry on Breath of the Wild 2 information because obviously trailer the c3 yeah yeah, no,
0: fair enough. Uh speaking of uh the pro, uh Jamie Penning uh writes in with a question as well. He says, Uh, were you also fooled by the intro graphic to the monkey ball as something Donkey Kong related? Because I was. Uh, I bet a lot of people were too, because it just showed a whole bunch of bananas there. But in terms of the pro, he says, also, do you think that this presentation will temper the quote pro rumors or inflame them as some quote high fidelity looking titles seem to
2: be uh, coming next year? I'll start with you, Bryce. Um okay uh, the monkey ball thing I was fooled until I read 20th anniversary that I was like it's not donkey kong um <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and then uh, yeah for the switch pro uh, I talked about this on um our show uh, that we did immediately after but there is something about the fidelity of that final shot in the breath of the wild 2 trailer yeah. when in comparison to an actual in game engine shot of uh, Breath of the Wild One, it it looks clearer. Like mm-hmm. there's less of a layer of fog. There's there seems to be a tiny bit more detail, stuff like that. And yeah. you know it seems to be running perfectly fine. So I f- I feel like this is on enhanced hardware. Uh, we know it's coming, right? Yeah. So if they could show it in the best it possibly can be, then it's 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 could just be running on, be on PC. On that. <laughs> it, it could be. Um, that's the thing. Is like, uh, no, no, don't don't, don't, don't uh, tell Nintendo. I told you this, but. You can play it on PC, and you, you can play it at 4K at uh, 120, 120 FPS good, so with uh, no faults at so right So, so <laughs> it, it, it it looks it looks really good, yeah, right? Yeah. And um, I'm I'm more than sure that they're they're probably using the same emulator that people are using to play Breath of the Wild one and making it look really. <laughs> let's good, just borrow right? that
0: open source emulator.
2: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, let's just borrow that open source emulator and let's uh, replicate that, shall we? Yeah. Um, but. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, other than that, um, I think it's I think it's highly possible. There's uh, definitely a lot of high fidelity stuff, uh, but obviously with, um, I think I think Guardians of the Galaxy probably would have been the game that would have been like that's not a cloud version. That has to be on harder hardware, right? Yeah, but it is a cloud version.
1: So
3: true. Mm.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, I was, I've been thinking about this since the Direct uh, sort of ended, and like the games we got this uh, this year. Before like we get into them. Like, it's got a 2D Metroid, WarioWare, Advance Wars remake. Like, it's a lot of, like, stuff we would expect from a Nintendo handheld if they did have the two options available still. Yeah. So, they're not going to be the games to uh, push hardware. And Breath of the Wild uh, sequel is still probably late next year, if not pushed again. Yeah. So, that might not be the game to be pushing the Switch Pro if it's mm. not ready in time because it doesn't line up correct enough. So... Mm with all all the rumors going around obviously the, the the rumors of before e3 were incorrect um but the rumors about well not they weren't even rumors there's just information nintendo's signed a contract to just get a heap of lcd screens yeah like that that that's happening and so whether they're getting them and like storing them or we are actually getting a system put together later this year don't mm. know but they could be still holding something looking at November. It's only Pokemon Shimigami Tensei five. There's no like big game from Nintendo themselves. Yeah. And whether they're just happy with Pokemon um, being there, which is, which is fair enough, I guess. But I think there could be something, whether it is something from um, Nintendo EPD, the Donkey Kong game, another Mario game. Don't know what it could possibly be, but they might be holding something to like really line up with a switch pro. But, I think uh, it's all interesting to talk about, but um, I think just for everyone's sanity, let's just talk about stuff we stuff we know about, stuff we can play right now. Because yeah. um, I think it's it is fun to sort of speculate on this type of stuff, but I think I'm I think I'm done for a little bit, unless like some like real tangible bit of information comes out, which we. <laughs> Need to discuss well let's talk about stuff that we still can't play uh <laughs>
0: advanced yep. Wars one and two is getting a, a reboot or uh, actually a remaster I should say um that's cool um i yeah. was I was a big fan of uh, advance Wars when it first came out um the wars series as well like just the entire series was really really cool as a kid loved it um yeah drew thoughts on advanced wars coming to switch
1: yeah it's cool I'm definitely gonna play it um uh it's made by um, mainly wayford yep collaborating with uh um nintendo so looking forward to playing it the only uh, thing i'm sort of wondering about it's a full price game so it's 80 yeah and like comparing that to like wargroove which uh you know yeah. i don't know if it's going to be like wargroove has like uh like a, a campaign you can play together just like without actually being online at the same time you can all take your turn um, whenever you want throughout the day and do that, you can make your own levels, make mm. your own campaigns. Like there's like so much to that game. That's a twenty dollar game. Yep. So mm. how's Nintendo gonna justify an eighty dollar price tag on this one? I know it's two games put into one. Nostalgia. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't so, think I don't
0: think they can. To be completely honest, I don't. Yeah. I
1: don't. I don't think they can either.
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah. And as Bryce just said it right there, nostalgia. This is what's gonna sell the game. Nostalgia. People are gonna buy it because they know Advance Wars, and that's about it. It and I, I'm also in the belief that the title itself, as cool as it is to have Advance Wars back, it's ju- it, I, I, that nostalgia factor is going to fade fast because the experience of it. Or I remember playing Advance Wars; it's simple, and we have mm-hmm. a lot more games
1: these days that just give better experiences than that. So, yeah, <sighs> I'm just I'm concerned about the price mainly because I want you know this series to stick around. It's got a lot of fans; people have been wanting it for a long time eighty dollar price tag, you're not gonna get the non-advanced um, wars fan to buy it necessarily. Yeah, yeah I agree um, with like you. I'll, I'll buy it because I want to. I want to check it out. I want to talk about it on the podcast. Do this type of thing. This is what we do. We cover Nintendo, so I will be getting it. But for like an eighty dollar price tag, where it's like I really want to play this kind of game, but mm. it's a bit much. And there's Wargroove here that's gotten great reviews and um, is similar. It's like an ode to this series. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's uh it's a bit, bit much of an ask personally, but um it's it's great that this series is back. There's so many people on my timeline on Twitter who are really happy that it's back. And uh yeah, I never thought Advance Wars would be be back, to be honest. I thought it would be lost sort of to the DS era, but it's here.
0: Yeah. Um l- let's do a little bit more skimming. Um so Mario Golf Super Rush, we know that's coming out soon, but they added a trailer there, so that's cool. Um Monster's Hunter. <laughs> Not just like Monsties, Monsties, Monsties. Monster Hunter stories too. Monsties, Monsties. Yeah, it's just like okay, cool Monsties. Uh, yeah, fair enough. That's coming out in July. Thumbs up. I really don't really care about it. Uh, Dangun Rumper, uh, is hitting the Switch, which is really cool. Another RPG for people to
1: sink their teeth into. The the, the series is awesome. So, um. I, I was surprised because I, I swore Danganronpa was already on Switch. I'm like, wait. <laughs> nope, not yet. <laughs> I swore yet. it was. No, it's yeah, on Vita. It's, it's, it's been on Vita and PC. Yeah, it came out first on Vita. I remember like everyone's raving about it back in the day. Yeah.
2: Wasn't there a spin off one that came out on the Switch?
0: I can't remember. I don't know. Maybe
2: something, something girls. Hold on. I'll, I'll let you Google that
0: one. Uh, Dragon Ball Kakarot is also coming to Switch, which is really cool. Um, awesome RPG. Uh, Cruising Blast is obviously in the uh, lineage of, like, Cruising USA and Cruising World. Um, even got an awesome uh, theme song with it to go with the trailer, which is really cool. Um, I can't remember what else. Uh, oh, sorry, yeah. And um, now The Legend of Zelda is also getting
1: a Game & Watch. Yep. I pre-ordered that bad boy. Same. Today. <laughs> today yeah. 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 I so. really didn't, I really didn't want to like my, uh, the Mario one I got, mm. uh, I've still got it in its box. Like, oh yeah. I, same. So with the Zelda one, it'd be like, all right, cool. I got my $80 box, put it next to the other $80 box. Cool. It's un- on the un- shelf. Close yep. closed cupboard door. <laughs> yep. I hopefully I can sell it to some sucker Nintendo fan in <laughs> a few years for double the price. Yes. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Scalping. Scalping for the win. Um, yeah. Life is Strange is coming to Switch. This has been yeah. one that I've been waiting for for a long time. I would have thought oh, that this game- Dash, have- I can talk to someone who likes it. That's-,
2: that's- Yeah. <laughs> so um, I've been- I don't wa- hate it. Jesus.
0: <laughs> Life is Strange is awesome. I love the initial title. Yeah. I'm not a fan of the sequels. I'll put it that way. Um, I hope that Colors or True Colors is going to be just as good. I don't mm-hmm. have high hopes though. I'm keeping my expectations tempered on that one as well, but the initial life is strange is getting the remaster and landing on Switch. Put it in my veins. Yeah, straight in my veins. How about how about you,
1: Drew? Yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to it. I'm glad like people that only have a Switch can play it. Yes. Uh. So yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely excited. Please, please play it if you haven't played it. Please, please play, play it. Life is Strange. Uh- <laughs>
0: uh kazuya Mishima is joining super smash brothers as well really cool that uh a lot of the move set he, uh, ret- he retains a lot of the move set from tekken over to uh smash brothers just as they did with like uh, street fighter characters and everything else i'm really yeah. uh hyped for that one i really love the way that they did that trailer as well a lot of people expected it to be a zelda announcement almost immediately as soon as they saw dead
1: ganondorf <laughs> They yeah. like, it looked like Super Smash Brothers from the very start. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, Bloody hell! But yeah, it's it's a cool <laughs> little addition, I guess. Is any are you guys still playing Smash?
1: Oh yeah! Bloody hell! What do you think we are? I'm only asking because I, I like honestly I don't know anybody. <laughs> oh, I'm who a bit is. offended. Hey, why did you ask me that? Got no, some playing Smash? <laughs> Bryce, so you
2: obviously still playing Smash, yeah? Yeah, I, I pick it up every now and then to uh, have a few fights and uh, then turn off. Um, I do. I, I want to have one of those I want to like break my leg or something just so I can just so I can like play Smash for like six weeks or something just like really Whoa, get Well I can help you with that
1: way. mate I've got a bull bar in my car
2: please don't um, <laughs> I, I think the coolest thing about this announcement personally about it is, is more to the fact that when you win a fight you get the original Tekken announcement saying yeah Kazuya Mishima wins yeah that's so cool and the Yuck, music yes. as well yeah it yeah, yeah absolutely music. yeah um
0: mario cross rabbits got a sequel announced at the ubisoft event but also included here mario it was also leaked uh, the day before uh, mario <laughs> mario and rabbits scar uh sorry Scars of hope sparks of hope um is uh, kind of like a, a galaxy inspired sequel to uh the original i i uh, i like uh, how they've kind of modified the grid based um almost uh, XCOM like title that they originally had now it's a little more freeform um mm-hmm. yeah what what, what, are you, what are your thoughts uh
2: i'll start with you bryce uh congratulations everybody you got murray galaxy three, it's not hooray. Galaxy 3. hooray it's Mario galaxy three yay no, we Look, want hey murray. they're in space they're in space it's they have a- they have Ro- they have rosalina kind of <laughs> yeah oh, i love right? that i love rabbit rosalina oh, <laughs> um, so adorable the- this is this is like I I kind of just I kind of just want to give like a nice old shout out to uh, David Soliani. Um good job dude. Uh I'm glad that you managed to inspire enough hope to get a sequel out. Yeah. Um that that's that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Um uh it does look cool. Uh it really does. It I think it reminds me of like one of the Neptunia games and how it operates. Um hmm. Uh, so I know exactly what it's going to play like. It looks dope. Um, I really need to play the first one. I bought it for $15 and ha- still haven't played it yet. Okay. Um, but I will get to it. Uh, it is a very character- uh, characteristic. I-, I hate rabbits. I hate rabbits so much. But some of the stuff that I hear about this game, like, uh, well, the first game is uh, fantastic. And uh, plus it's got Grant Kirkhope music in it. So why the fuck haven't I played it yet? Uh, but yeah, um, I'm sure it'd be fantastic. Awesome. Drew?
1: Yeah, I mean, definitely pick it up straight away and uh, play through it. I I didn't get to the end of um Mario Plus Rabbits uh, Kingdom Battle either, yeah. um mainly because like I love the aesthetic. I do, I got nothing against Rabbids and obviously love Mario. I think they did an amazing job with it. It's just like the, that is not my type of game. Just yeah. um that type of gameplay. So. It is like something I've really got to push through, similar to Fire Emblem and stuff. Like yeah. I love like everything around it. I just <laughs> don't quite like yeah. um, how it plays. But I'll, I'll definitely give this a go again. I'll make sure I have played um, Kingdom Battle beforehand too. Mario Party
0: Superstars uh, pretty much is an amalgamation of the most popular Mario Party uh, maps uh, coming to Nintendo Switch remastered. Um, that's cool. Uh, I, like as somebody who grew up as well with Mario Party, the ori- like the original trilogy I guess basically I, I never really went past that until like the Wii came out with Mario Party 9 uh but uh Mario Party uh, to have some of the old school maps in it to replay them again really kind of tickles that uh nostalgia bone but I don't know whether it's enough for me to want to pick this up and play um and, and any thoughts on that Bryce?
2: Uh this is divisive between me and Drew because he's just like I really don't give a fuck but I'm like this looks better than the other one and I didn't buy the other one so I'll buy this one probably. Fair enough. Uh, um the the thing is is like the last one was so underpackaged. Mm. And it, it everything didn't really come out until later like online play stuff that should have been there like yeah. straight up, right? Yeah. But this uh this version looks fine. It looks great yeah. and um yeah, I I I'll, I'll consider picking this one up personally. Yeah. Since it is a full package now.
0: True, you want to elaborate on not giving a fuck?
1: <laughs> oh, just uh, yeah, Super Mario Party. It was just, uh, it's just, uh, yeah, really. Yeah. And uh, with, without online play, like I really didn't play it that much. Yeah, I didn't get my didn't get my bang for my buck. And, well, it's implemented uh, now, but it, you know, it's, I think yeah. it's a little too late. Mm. Yeah, like oh, if, yeah, if if, if people are saying if like our friend group and that they're like saying, oh, let's Mario Party, so much fun. I'm playing it every night. Drew, come on, come on. But uh, okay, I'll, I'll buy it. Like I'll buy it pretty pretty easily, but until that happens, I just don't think I'll play it that much. Yeah. Like a lot of my gaming is by myself. So uh, yeah, <laughs> Mario uh, Party is not, not the game for that.
0: I'm with you, man. Yeah. It really needed that uh, online early, especially during the pandemic. I don't really understand how they could have not doing, done that during the height of the pandemic. It would have made a lot more sense,
1: but there you go. They're probably. Lo- they probably lost their key to the server room. No And Nintendo bloody hell. <laughs> like, Oh fuck. How do we get in the air? Have an update. Of- that's why the update came so late. Like, oh, finally. We got the we got the fireman in, he busts down the door. Quick, put, put in the update for Super Mario Party. It's frigging uh, two years late. <laughs> this is the one that I don't really don't give a fuck
0: a fuck about, but a lot of people are uh, very excited for. And uh, I really really don't understand why. I've never really understood the allure behind or all, uh, this. What well, you know what I'm
1: talking about? You watch your fucking mouth, your yeah, dash. What, what are you going to say, mate? Warrior wear. Oh, you uh, bastard! Uh, oh, I knew uh, you were going to say that. Warrior wear. I hate it. Oh, no! Nah, fucking, let's get out of here, Bryce. You're playing, you're oh, playing yeah. video games wrong then, Warrior
0: man. where smooth moves can kiss my ass. No. Oh,
1: oh Bryce, can are, you fucking, you hear the bloody nerve fucking, this man has on. Words. He says, House of Mario, boys, do you want to come on to the Dash Gamer podcast? <laughs> and and he has, words. he has the nerve to say, sucks. don't give a fuck. Listen, listen, no fucking cap, right? We
2: had Drew's bachelor party, <laughs> yeah. and uh, I brought, I brought, I brought the Wii U over with Smooth Moves, and we played that shit. Oh god! Like there was two things that were played: Mario Golf '64 mm. and worry where Smooth Moves. Terrible. Those are the two things that were played. Terrible. So you should have just you stuck fucking, with the first title. N- no, mm. no. You, you <laughs> need to. Uh, you need to work on your form baton skills. Terrible. you do that's that's your, problem. That's <laughs> I will your admit,
0: problem i will admit there are like i really love the tutorials on that game the, the what not the tutorial well yeah the tutorials and how they would how they used to kind of come up in a very zen and like uh you know just what was it the um the, the umbrella the, yeah the, the umbrella hold your baton above your head <laughs> yeah that was great like all those were mm. great but i don't know man i never really found it fun i never really found it engaging there was a it was a party game and it was obvious and for me it was like okay am i gonna just turn on smooth moves for the sake of turning on smooth moves And no, no and it's gonna be the same with get it together i'm not just gonna play it I will. for the oh man I, can't, I just can't i just
1: can't i just can't Just get it get it get it together dash that's what you need to do <laughs> get it together play some wire <laughs> man you guys are too excited for that one so that one uh well i gotta I got be honest boys i you know i had a real emotional flair there Ash, I'd like to apologize. That's right. Man. But who I've really got to apologize to is my wife. I woke up my wife um, at the moment. She's pretty grumpy with me, so. Um, but I think that was worth it. I just had to really- September. September
2: shut, shut up,
0: Drew. Uh, September, <laughs> it comes out on September 10th. Um, moving on to the next one. This Okay, so we're going to discuss the next two uh, in a little more detail. So the first one we'll discuss is Metroid Dread. This one got- uh, It's It finally got- Unveiled after like almost 17 years in what I like to put development hell. Basically because it was supposed to be out for the Nintendo DS back in 2004. Or unveiled in 2004. And then we didn't hear anything about it. And then it came up again. Rumors started circulating. Oh, hey, there's a demo that's circulating Nintendo right now. Didn't hear anything about that again. We're finally getting the concept in form of a game finally um i'll start with you bryce what are your thoughts on metroid dread finally
2: it looks dope it looks it looks it looks really good like here's here's the thing is like there's still a lot of metroid i gotta go back and play right and there's something that's always been a constant in metroid and that is that the unknown is is scary right yep um, and that is, is kind of how it is, but you've never like, apart from maybe Dark Samus, but Dark Samus is sort of like a looming, looming, I guess, threat. Right. Yeah. yeah. These fucking robots, man. Getting chased by one of those things looks fucking terrifying. Yeah. And I'm going to have to like fucking sprint for my life. Um, I love that. I love that for this, um, and, I like, it's definitely going to get me to play it. I like 2D Metroids fine enough. I'm one of those people that actually really enjoyed Other M and, like, the concepts that it brought. I thought that was awesome. It wasn't really a 2D Metroid, but it was played more or less like an exploratory Metroid as opposed to, like, a 3D, like, a first-person shooter, mm. right? so the exploratory Metroids are cool and I love them and I played a little bit of Samus Returns haven't made it all the way through love that too I love the changes they made they're bringing a lot of changes they've uh, done from Samus Returns to this um and I think just being being a carry-on and being like a sequel to the main line as opposed to like the prime um that's it's, it's awesome first time in a very 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 long time that that's happened um, Samus is a good character and I like the character of Samus and I love the world around Metroid. Um it it's cool to see something that's different. Yeah. If that makes sense. Like it's it's always been about like the uh bioendemic life or yeah. the space pirates or you know, the Chozo or what what have you. I think this is probably the first time that they've that they've actually put machines in and made them such a looming threat. Um, at least personally, from what I've seen, um. So, I'm very keen for this. Yeah, I I really like it. True. Sure.
1: Yeah, I I pretty much just echo what Bryce said. Just looking forward to it. Um, Metroid is probably one of my bigger sort of um pages that I'm missing from my Nintendo handbook. Okay. So I definitely need to catch up on some of these 2D Metroid games. And um, from like the bit of uh, Samus Returns that I played, I really did enjoy that too. Just um coming out on the 3DS, I sort of like lost interest just with Switch stuff that was uh, happening at the same time. So, um, yeah, I'm happy that this has finally come to Switch and uh, I will be playing it when it comes out.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, obviously, having, you know, some years on you boys, I, I was, like, when I was a kid, I used to love playing the original Metroid on my Famicom. And, man, those games used to scare the crap out of me playing Like, I... <laughs> It was just some some of the design choices made in those. It wasn't a game that was designed for kids. I'll put it that way. And the funny thing is, because games back then kind of had that, you know, it kind of had that label that video games were kids toys. You know, it was really the only audience that were playing it. And even then, I, I, I kind of like, I, I just loved it. I, I loved the design. I loved the aesthetic. Everything about... Metroid I loved the, the the map and how you kind of traverse you know you had to repeat some areas as well I, I really did love the at the time it, they didn't describe it as metroidvania but I really did love the uh the concept of a metroidvania title back as a kid it was more puzzling than anything so to kind of have dread come out I'm really intrigued to see what kind of design uh in terms of like mapping and uh, everything else how they're gonna structure it and see you know if they if they keep it true to form or whether it's going to have a progressive system in terms of um you know the map layout of m- metroid so yeah I'm, I'm really really excited to see what dread actually brings to the table and you know obviously it's coming out this year which is just fucking insane like oh here's metroid mm. dread and it's coming out this year what the
1: just a few months, yeah. Yeah. Did you um get the Amiibos or limited edition or anything like that? Both. I missed out on the Amiibo because they went so quick. I can't believe Amazon how still they had went. them
0: up for a while.
1: Yeah. Oh well. You can buy mine See,
0: for triple the price. <laughs>
2: <laughs> See, my my theory with this game is is that a lot of these assets uh, that were currently being used are what they were going to use internally for Metro Prime Three uh Four.
3: Hmm.
2: I think, I, think, I think that's what they were going to do. And then they realized, wait, we don't have a team that specializes in first-person shooters. Like, oh, fuck. Okay. Mm. So they went back to Retro and they're like, all right, you guys handle it. It's like, we've got stuff here. We're going to use this stuff for Metroid Prime 5. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Metroid 5, rather. Yeah. And uh, we'll work off that. And so that's what they've sort of gone with. I feel like, like, I don't feel like both of these games were sort of in development in-house at the same time, I think this is a sort of a last like a split decision, yeah they were like uh samus returns was was pretty well received I'm yeah. like I'm pretty sure we could do that again for switch and then yeah, they went off that yeah um so no, yeah. fantastic i i I think that's good I can't it's wait. good for Metroid, and uh, hey uh look um it's the perfect platform for Metroid to be making a good return too because uh mm. it gives it a lot more open space for people to and it's it's being sold in a good time frame too. Yeah, Like, not too far out of Christmas. Yeah. Um, which means that more people could pick up Metroid off of this. And, like, Metroid is a series that deserves recognition. Like, yeah. it, it does. So yeah. let's hope that this does a lot of things for Metroid.
1: Hope it sells well, because
2: otherwise we won't see yeah. another one
0: for a long time. <laughs> exactly. <No. laughs> F-Zero. Um, oh, man. When Kazuya uh, threw Captain Falcon off the cliff, everybody was like,
3: No! <laughs> It's already dead.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Boys, let's talk about the big one. Oh, no, I don't really care about this. Terrible, terrible way to start. <laughs> <laughs> the untitled sequel to The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. This is the trailer that everybody wanted, and everybody mm-hmm. was just... Oh, I was frothing when, uh like, man, I, like... I'll, I'll be honest. Part of me was like, "Don't disappoint me, Anuma. Do not turn around and tease me with the shit that you're coming up. Oh, it's in development again. No, show me something. <laughs>
1: yeah, so, especially when he's like, he's like, here's Skyward Sword. But like, all right, all right, Skyward Sword. Yeah, you showed us okay, this before. Yeah, know That's Skyward Sword is? Like, it's like, oh, here's a, a game and watch. It's like you said, you wouldn't have hardware at this direct. You lying <laughs> bastard, Anuma. <laughs> <Hey>? <laughs> but then he actually brought out the goods. So thank God for that.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> So let's start off with uh, general thoughts on this trailer, Drew. I'll start with you. Um, I want to, I want to get your, I want to gauge first your thoughts on where they may be going with this title, from what we can gauge off
1: the presentation. I don't really know about like just like the actual direction. Obviously, we learned a lot in this uh, sort of trailer. Mm. Um. Do you
3: have any theories?
1: Look, I, I'm not like the one to like bring all the theories. This is this is definitely Bryce's realm where he's just like, all oh, right, I reckon this is happening. This is happening. So we'll, we'll chuck it over to Bryce. He's uh, tweaking his nipples in excitement. <laughs> he's, he's he's really excited to talk about it. Go on, Bryce.
2: Um, I'm okay. So when we were doing our show and we were we were watching it live or whatever, we uh, uh, Drew Drew said, "This is why they're doing Skyward Sword 1st I'm like, mm-hmm. Um. So my, I, I went into like a pretty in-depth theory and I went like frame by frame through the trailer and we talked about it on the podcast, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I'd already done my own theorization on the trailer before. In the trailer before, I was like, okay, there's going to be a top layer, which is going to be Hy- Hyrule as regular, might've changed a bit, whatever. Um, but then there's going to be an underground layer. Right? Okay. And instead of shrines, you're just going to have that whole underground layer to explore. It did that, but it went, with, went for the sky instead of the underground. Yeah. At least for what we know so far. Mm-hmm. right? So, um, I am fairly certain in a TLDR fashion that the Zoni, which is the tribe that is spoken about in the game, but never really explored. The Zonai were the remaining... Uh, people in Skyloft. Yep. That happened after the drop of uh, the um, statue of Hylia in Skyward Sword. Mm hmm. And Zonai tried to, as uh, Zonai stayed in Skyloft, tried to mag- migrate to the ground at some point, failed, and the Sky Islands have been now re revealed from the sky. Mm hmm. I mean, Ganondorf's pushing up fucking castles. Yeah. And that's if it is Ganondorf, might be demise. Because if you think about things dropping to the ground, you think about like the statue of the goddess. You think about demise.
3: Hmm.
2: I have a feeling that uh, this is some demisey, wisey bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: A lot, a, lo- a lot of people are theorizing that demise has involvement within this title, and you know, <laughs> why wouldn't it? A Skyloft. It's, it's obvious that Skyloft is there. Like hmm. that is Skyloft. There is no ifs or buts about it, um, yep. unless you know they come up with some bizarre uh, introduction to another sky world or something. But that 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 would that would be terrible because Zelda lore is Zelda lore. We want to keep it you know intact, and they want to say, oh, that's Skyloft, you know. Um, but if you recall, when you drop down from Skyloft to Uh, you know, Hyrule, or I think it was Hyrule, basically, uh, you know, the ground level in Skyward Sword, uh, it was different to what Breath of the Wild is. So where the hell, how the hell is Skyloft manifesting over Breath of the Wild's Hyrule?
1: Yeah, and one thing, like, I was thinking just before as well, like, the opening shot of, like, Link falling above the clouds, So, where's he falling from? Because that's a lot higher than the, like, the the sort of clouds we see above... um, Hyrule. Yep. So there could be like an even higher part than that that they're falling from. So they might actually be returning to the like the skyloft in the game.
2: Something to take like big comparisons from with this trailer, mm. and uh, I I pointed this out, but the uh, when when he does the water drip thing goes through the ground, comes up, um, in one of these skyloft little pieces, if we'll call them for now. Yep. He does it right over the thunder planes. Right. Right next to the Thunder Plains is the Chasm. Where is the biggest statue of the goddess in Breath of the Wild? Hmm.
3: There, there, yeah. It's
2: it's in the Chasm. Yeah. So what that what that pretty much tells me is that that's that's where it's fallen from. All right, and the Chasm is
1: oh. pretty
2: it's it's pretty it's it would make sense.
0: Oh shit, hold on a second. I think I know what you're saying. Do you reckon that they, that chasm's been
2: lifted? Yeah. Well let let's put it no. Oh sorry. Not quite. Yeah. But let, let's let's put it this way, right? Okay. When that when that fell, yeah. It's believed that that is where um you know they were they were taking a basis because Zelda and Link on the surface they were like, all right, let's let's try cultivate Hyrule. That's mm-hmm. what they did. Mm-hmm. That statue filled with them. So that statue is where presumably they created the first temple. Right. Right. Uh, as such, that's where the Temple of Time is. Okay. Um, it is the biggest statue. Obviously the biggest prominent thing in Skyloft before it fell was the statue of the goddess they made a huge deal of it that's where the master sword was stored a uh, master sword was stored was in the temple underneath that yep so basically what has what has happened is like it has it has just gone through through the time and wearing and it has been forgotten, but that is where the biggest the biggest thing is right yeah there is something very conspicuous about that shot of them overlooming that very particular spot in the trailer because there is the thunder planes and you can see the chasm mm-hmm. right and and the angle it's at would technically be where in the underground there would be the statue of the goddess in that temple of time um and you're going around the skies like you like drew said it was like way above the skies on that first drop yeah you you don't know where that's from whether there's like something up there that's to be taken note of like the original sky loft or something was up there like without obviously the statue if that is directly above by any by any sense of measure if that is directly above the chasm it would explain a lot but Mm. we don't know that yet Mm. um with uh Obviously, what we think is what we've always originally thought was Ganondorf underneath, um, underneath Hyrule Castle, it might actually not be Ganondorf. It might be Demise. That's
0: that would be huge, but like because
2: yeah. he lifts the castle, man. But the features, the
0: features don't look like Demise. That's the thing. The features that are on this dehydrated Ganondorf look like Ganondorf.
2: Yeah, but Demise looks like Ganondorf. He still, has, he still has, like, all the features. He doesn't have
0: Gerudo features.
2: Yeah, he does. Well, doesn't he have has a big hair. fucking nose. He ha- yes, he does.
0: He oh. absolutely does. Well, yeah, kind of,
1: yeah. Um, Demise. The thing has look different as well throughout the ages, so it's not...
2: That's right, yeah. yeah. It, it, it's never conclusive. And then the other thing to keep in mind is that he is a reincarnation of Demise. That's not to say that anything could happen into where he could actually reach, reach the point... Where he's like, shit, I'm as powerful as Demise because oh, right. that's absolutely yeah, yeah. what could happen, right? Yeah. yeah. So we gotta we've gotta got consider that if he can push a castle up, he oh, can definitely bring shit. things down from the sky.
0: Yeah, you're right.
1: It could definitely be Demise.
2: And the release of Skyward Sword kind of lines up with that.
1: Yeah. Just like just one other thing I've been thinking while you've been talking. Yeah. Um like being demise, would how would it be like? Obviously, it was um Ganon in the first game, but you're yeah, taking down like a really fucked up version of him. Would would that make sense still with him as the main baddie, or like having yeah, demise sure. be there the whole time?
3: No, it'd
2: it, would, it would still make sense because we have to remember that there that Ganondorf is a manifestation of demise. He is a reincarnation of demise. And if Link can be as powerful as others as this other iterations, if Zelda can be as, as powerful as our other iterations, what's to say that Ganondorf can't?
0: Uh boys, yep. I just want to kind of deviate from this theory and kind of go with one that I was thinking of uh before it kind of got mentioned by somebody else, I guess. But this one comes by the way of Jason uh over at um Game Informer. Uh, who says, uh, Breath of the Wild 2 fan theory suggests we can play as Ganondorf. Now, oh, okay. uh, Well, we play as Ganondorf. Now, this is something that I kind of thought of when I saw the trailer first, when I first kind of saw Link kind of uh, coming down from the skies in this weird garb that kind of had like one shoulder off and one shoulder, uh, like one shoulder off, one shoulder on and was wearing the green tunic there. Um, well half green tunic and half kind of like this dress kind of deal I don't know what, what was going on there but anyway so uh, the article says we all knew that the minute more Breath of the Wild 2 footage was shown the community would take to YouTube to unearth all the little secrets hidden in the latest trailer and of course those trailer breakdowns did happen moreover all of the interesting theories out there one, so- one has soared above the rest because of how downright compelling it is and what we we'll, what will actually be playing is Ganondorf the whole if we'll actually be playing Gandalf the whole time in Breath of the Wild two. Now I'll I'll, I'll quickly summarise uh, the rest of this. Basically, Barrett Courtney from Kind of Funny uh, and Tim Getty's had a breakdown of the trailer, and Courtney suggested that um, we may the link that's falling from the sky is actually Ganondorf, or the or the dehydrated form of Ganondorf prior. Uh, Because of the arm, or sorry, the arm that uh, Link has. And the theory Mm -hmm. that he's going on is that, and it connects with Demise as well. So what's happening is, uh, when this version of Link actually takes hold of the Master Sword to um, unveil Demise, um, he gets turned into uh, Ganondorf. However, this this has been kind of debunked in terms of the Gerudo theory and everything else um but the concept of it is intriguing the fact that link could the like one generations link because obviously we know that the the story of link kind of recycles over and over again um one iteration of link could have been ganondorf beforehand and then like they they there's that suggestion that they don't want to re- unveil the title of the of the game or the subtitle of the game because it could give away something as big as this um right it's, yeah, it's an yeah. insane theory i know it's out of this world that they could even think of that or anything but i don't know man it's see, like that's a juicy theory and that's something that i was even thinking when i first saw this trailer so um rice I'll, I'll ask you first what do you think of that and then we'll head to drew
2: the see the thing is is that falls in line with the tapestry theory Right. Right. The tapestry the tapestry theory was that Ganondorf was was in this iteration at least, the original chosen hero mm-hmm. for um the tapestry's timeline, I suppose, and like where it sort of falls in terms of guardians and stuff like that. Yeah. Um and that you know, he sort of went on and whatever. My own formulated theory for this was um is that that was the case. Mm. The original Ganondorf, like at this this is when the first trailer was all we had to go off of, but yeah. now it's completely flipped everything up but um my original theory was that he was uh but he tried to do something in his stead and was a practicer of mad- a uh, practicer of magic right, so he tried to seal seal the dark beast within himself failed, and that's when link picked up the sword and the lineage went through right yeah. Um, that was just based on some tapestry stuff that sort of happened and like analyzing it um and sort of sort of yeah it, it's it's kind of a thing um it's it's plausible mm. and i think it's definitely uh, definitely something to think about yeah but there's there's something there's definitely something pertinent to the fact that when he's in the sky you always see him in those clothes and then when he's on the land in sections you see him in his regular tunic yeah, right. There has to be something towards that. Whether that is um, pertinent to anything, I'm not entirely sure. But something to really take note of when you're thinking about that is that you're looking at the puddle and then him going from the land to the sky. Yeah, in that garb as well, kind of tells me that that garb is not mutually exclusive to the sky, because if he is going from the ground to the sky with that garb on. Means that he's he's, def- he's definitely able to walk around as that on the ground, um, and then splitting splitting like the sections up and being like, hey, look, this is whatever. Maybe it's just tied to the land, like like just like Kid Link is tied to Adult Link in Ocarina of Time, in which like depending on ha- on the disposition of the Master Sword or whatever, yeah. you'll end up in different scenarios. But like for this, it's like depending on where you sit in terms of land structure will determine what form you take because you're either like going from like going back in time or whatever, not really sure. But you know um, I think it's probably not, it's probably too quick to say, Hey, you, you might be playing as Ganondorf because to be completely honest with you,
1: I don't think that had ever happened.
2: Sure. I don't think.
1: One interesting thing that I sort of pointed out today as well is that in the trailer, you never actually see Link's face. Yep. No. So, like, they are kind of hiding something. Whether it, I don't know if that's just by a circumstance. I doubt it. These trailers are very, like, meticulously, I like, think they are through and put the, put together. So I think there might be something to that, too. Like, after the events of what happened in the first trailer we see where, you know, stuff goes to shit when they're adventuring um, underground, there might be something like, yeah, something changed wherever it is. Like an ability of links that is given away on his face, or um, Ganondorf taking over a bit of his body. Maybe that's like Ganon's arm, and it's done something to his face, giving well, him tattoos it's or something.
0: Uh, like infected him in a way, because that arm is
1: deformed.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, you yeah. say like long fingernails on it, looking gross. Obviously, like yeah. the, the, uh, the the skin color and the um, yeah. And like the the metal, it's sort of mutated in a way that that
0: looks very. Uh, what's the what's, what's the race? Um, the one Midna, um, Twilly. That's it. Yeah, yeah, mm. very much like yeah. that. So like, there's so many theories that is coming out of this trailer. It's insane right now, and I like I'm I'm so excited. Uh, like obviously we have gotta wait till 2022. Thankfully we got a we actually got a a, a year a window. And, you yeah. know, um, I, I recall back to 2019 Dash Culture E3 special, Bryce called it. Like, we were like, nah, this, this game will be out, like, in a couple of years or so. i do not going to wait that long. Bryce called it 2022. So, yeah, man. Did, did he say the year, did he? Yeah. <laughs> 2022. <laughs> Bloody hell. Yeah, he called it. Um, um, Yeah, Bryce, any closing thoughts on it?
2: Yeah, one closing thought about the missing face thing. Yep. Um. In in the research that I've done over the like the meticulous about that I've done over the first trailer and now the second trailer, I really want to for homework if you haven't, oh I wanna I wanna point back to the making the hero book. All right. Um in the making of the hero book, uh they 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 had already talked about they had heaps of designs that they never got to use for Breath of the Wild. Yeah. In Making of the Hero, this definitely alludes to a lot of what they're going to be doing with that arm. Mm-hmm. For sure. But on top of that as well, it's also seen in some shots with him having a mask of some kind that's guardian pertaining. Oh, right. So it is possible that for whatever reason, and maybe that something's also latched to his face as well as his arm. Wow. And that changes things. Uh, Again, look into making a hero. It'll, uh, yeah, you'll definitely see a few things and you'll be like, huh, well, that could be it. Um, But yeah yeah look yeah. into it it's exciting
1: True. like they're ch- they're ch- seems like they're changing like a lot like yeah mm-hmm. what, what you might expect from a sequel i think they're going like above and beyond of what you might expect just like not just like a rehashed map or anything like that like new abilities will completely change the way to play the game and it's always been yeah. a bit of a risk because if they are using the same hyrule some most of the um just the thrill of Breath of the Wild was stepping into the wilderness and not knowing where anything was, what to do, being vulnerable to everything. Yeah. But if if they didn't add too much new stuff to the sequel, then it would have just been like, oh, well, I know where the Master Sword is. I know where like, the castle is. I know where all this stuff is. So you just sort of know where to go. Yeah. But mm-hmm. it seems like just with a completely new tool set, it's going to be the same again. Just being like, what do I do? Where do I go? And uh, oh my God, those bokoblins bo- have big horns now. <laughs> Jesus Christ.
0: <laughs> I can't wait because, like I said, Breath of the Wild is my favourite out of all of them. Um, I know a lot of people argue that, you know, oh, you know weapon degradation, well, I get from River. Seriously, weapon degradation is the least of your worries of that game. Um, but it, it's it's honestly the most immersive Zelda title I've ever played. And I can't wait to get back into that world, especially, you know, with all these different theories that have come out and like all the, all the trailers are just, the trailers are so, so much of a tease and just makes me froth. <laughs> so I can't, I can't wait. <laughs> guys, if you didn't know, this has been the Dash Gamer podcast. It's our bi-weekly gaming podcast where the boys get together and talk about the latest in the world of video gaming. Don't forget to follow Mr. Drew Agnew over at iDruby. You can follow Mr. Bryce DeWitt at IV Revan. Uh, you can follow the boys together at the house of Mario. You can follow myself at Dash Gamer. Don't forget to follow the show over on SoundCloud, no, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. (laughs) (laughs) Give us those cheeky five-star ratings. That surely helps us out. And also catch the VOD over on DashGamer.com and on YouTube. Subscribe, hit that bell, give us a like, leave us a comment. It surely helps us out. Dash Gamer Podcast will be back later this year in August. I was just discussing with Drew before the show. Drew's coming back on board, which is awesome. Um, we gonna yeah like i said we're just on a bit of a break from the show at the moment just to kind of see where and what we want to do with it but it's pretty much going to be the same format when we come back it's just a refresher period that's all it's basically going to be but guys i want to say thank you so much for joining me for the last couple of hours it's been awesome to talk about nintendo and uh, xbox so thank you guys so much for that i really appreciate your time um and I really want to get you guys back on um, together again when uh, you know we, when we're closer to Zelda's release date as well, because I believe that uh, we can probably sit here for another couple of hours and di- dissect dissect it even more because uh, like by then we'll probably know a lot more about the game and uh, its campaign. So
2: Zelda yeah. was half the reason I didn't sleep. <laughs> Damn, man, it's so, so good. Just, just saying like i I could i could not stop thinking about it
0: i'm pretty i'm pretty sure that's the reason that we all didn't sleep that
1: night drew agree yeah well i was trying to break down that warrior where fanfic actually just uh was intriguing as (sighs) guys
0: (laughs) we'll see you in august uh but make sure you catch uh us over on the house of mario and on operation playstation but until then stay safe take care of each other and wash them hands I can't believe I'm still saying it. We're in the middle of a pandemic. Washing hands. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs>